What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Wednesday's Facts Over Feelings live stream where we kick the facts. If we don't care about your feelings, you in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Cochellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus, and you are here presiding over you today in the Desert Storm Bunker with every woman's fantasy, EWF and CGAC, God Allah, and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube... We're going to get into today's show, and this is about Justin Trudeau going to get divorced. I'm not happy. Indeed, <laughs> Justin Trudeau. We're going to talk about that, and surviving Lizzo is going to be the topic, the main event topic today. Yes, the main event of topic today is Lizzo. Oh, the humanity. Indeed, oh, the humanity, indeed. So we're going to go about that. We got Straggle Sniggle Theater and a little bit of Doom and Gloom CGA. A little bit of I told you so CGA in the building and all that. Hey, <laughs> we got uh, the ways you can contribute to today's show. Dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV on Venmo. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, and you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. For some reason, I don't even know where that sound effect is anymore on that screen. Anyway, we'll get Justin Trudeau. New, 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 new Justin Trudeau, if you will. New, 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 new we might have to show that video of Justin Trudeau being isolated and ostracized by his NWO compadres. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> All right. Anyway, what do we got here? Setsana, good to see you, brother. He says, I bet Lizzo identifies as a flat back. Indeed. Lizzo, how do you identify? Oh, still a mastodon. Well, we have to send it. <laughs> Trudeau and Lizzo in the building. This should be a fantastic show. Somebody said an all-star lineup in the headlines. All-star lineup. We got Lizzo. We got Vince McMahon. We got Justin Trudeau. We got the creator of the NWO. We got our brother here on the Cash App. His name is, we'll call you Jobby Job in the building. He says, keep up the good work, coach. Thank you, sir. Made in Lagos says $183 in child support. She's so mad, coach. Hit the buzzer. We're going to give her the prices wrong. Okay. Sounds like your baby mother took you to court and only got $183 in child support. Well, that's a, that's a win for you, and we're going to go ahead and give you a, a round of applause. Shout out to your baby mother who's going to have to look at, what is that, roughly $2,400 a year? Not even. <laughs> All right. All of that work. And she could have acted like a real woman, but she acted like a, you know what? You bitch. You bitch. <laughs> All right. He sent me he sent me more child support than she's going to make today. <laughs> 183. Oh, no, man. She recalculated. She's licking her wounds right now. Congratulations to that, man. Now she can give you some custody. <laughs> now she can give you some custody. Now watch her abandon her kids. She's going to be like, I don't need these damn kids no more. 
Cody Draper says, Evening CGA, enjoyed your live stream. Plus, as a young man asking, how can a man rebuild his life after being ruined by a woman? Plus, why do women show no remorse for ruining a man? Yeah. Boy, that's a lot. I mean, that's an entire show, Cody. All right, but your brother, you know, you got ruined. Um, you're not ruined. It's not over. All right, you got plenty of time to recover. All right, you're going to recover faster than she's going to recover. Uh, but uh, you guys got to understand this thing about women, right? You say, why does she show no remorse for ruining a man? You got to realize we're the only thing going in their lives, you know? It's an important thing when you're dealing with women. And I have to let men know this. Uh, women are going to deny it. No, we have more things like what? What else you got? What, what, what else you got? Your job. Listen, <laughs> I got a career. So I could focus on my career. We don't even take that much pride in our jobs. They're like, I have a job. And what else? Instagram, TikTok. Well, they're social creatures, you know what I mean? So socializing takes a lot out of them, you know what I mean? They invest a lot and they get a lot out of them. It's a pink hue in my in my room, by the way. But, um, you know, with that being said, when this falls apart, they got to they gotta actually try to do their best to make you look like an asshole, right? And the way they do it is actually, you know, keep attacking you. But um, most of the time, they probably did some shit that... Uh, that uh, you can expose them on, and, you know, they're getting out ahead of it. Yeah. And plus, by the way, do you know that biologically, allegedly, biologically, allegedly, they don't have remorse or guilt? Mm. I know. I mean, this is allegedly. I, I haven't done my research. But in their DNA, they don't have guilt or remorse. They don't. I'm just saying, just, just look it up. So it could be that, I mean, listen, they don't have it in their body. They don't know what that is. Thus, it's hard for them to take accountability, right? Even when the relationship fails. How many times have you heard? Let me, let me, just, let me just phrase this because I know people, it's early in the show, and we're already indicting people, but I'm here to educate, and men reach out to me, so I understand women. That's why I can't love them. I understand them too much. But I want you to think about this. I want you to think about this. Yeah, hit the like button as we're doing this. I want you to think about this as a man. Have you ever heard this? I want you to ask this. Have you ever heard this? You know, in my last relationship, I spent about five years. And uh, I had a wonderful, wonderful man. He was the good man. And I feel absolute shame and disgust that I ruined the entire relationship. I was completely entitled I didn't do the right thing by him I talked and text other men and uh, the fact that um, I didn't do what I was supposed to do I didn't uphold my end of the bargain and it's in fact that I was the major contributing factor to the failure of our relationship thus what I'd like to do now is let every other man know that I learned from my mistakes the mistakes that I made in my past relationships, all 50 of them that ended, I was the common denominator. Thus, maybe I had to look inside and get a little introspection to determine that I'm faulty as a human being. I'm a piece of shit. I'm a narcissist. I have the dark triad personality complex. It is, in fact, me that has the low self-esteem, and I was looking into this Perfectly good man who donated his time and his money. Everything that he bought for me. I'm going to pay him back. I'm going to pay him half. 
I have to look within myself and say it was me that was the contributing factor to all of my failed relationships. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> he was not the narcissist. It is, in fact, I was projecting that I was projecting onto him um, characteristics that I have. And thus, in my next relationship, I will ensure that relationship number 51 is going to work. And I will not try to ruin the next man. And, and what I'll do is I'm going to go on, on an apology tour as if I caught an STI and now I have to tell my previous partners. I'm going to go on to every man that I've ruined, every man that I've laid out in the court of public opinion. <laughs> my understanding of my self-awareness has led me to understand that it is me who was the problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard of this? <laughs> Have you ever heard a woman say any of this? The answer is nope. No. No matter what, every relationship they've had, every marriage and divorce they had, it is always the man's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Yeah. And so now they gotta guess what? They gotta they 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 gotta go on a tour to ruin the guy. <laughs> Trigger first says the Lizzo story is a huge story of epic proportions. Bananas in the tailpipe, fat shaming. We got in other general fat activities, orgies. Yeah. You never heard that type of accountability. Never, and you never will. Thus, it is always Jermaine's fault. So they got to go ahead and make you pay. They got to make you pay. We got our man, Daryl Lucas. He says, men can rebuild after a woman uh, by continuously finding new purposes and new purpose in everyday life. Develop new interests and new skills and new hobbies. Man, the, the men, when you finally get out of that, that, uh, that funnel cloud of trying to uh, pick the right one, Oh, you just got to pick the right one. I know. Just go back out there. It wasn't her. It was you. You know, just work on yourself and, and pick the right one. Once you get out of that funnel cloud and you finally say, well, after all that, <laughs> right? You just go ahead about your life. Life should become clearer. Be Real Mahogany, the three noble trusts, which are the engagement ring, the wedding ring, and the suffering. <laughs> all right. Actually, you know, I went on that long diatribe of, uh, you know, cleansing myself as a woman. Pause. But have you ever heard one woman say, you know, I really messed up that last relationship? Just, just on a simple one. Just on a simple, not even a long, she doesn't even have to admit much. Like, Damn, I really messed that up. Damn. You know what? Had a perfectly good man. <laughs> he was so good. I really screwed that up. Have you ever heard that? <laughs> have you ever you're never gonna hear it so thus as a man i'm just getting you ready if you're a young man listening to you it is gonna be your fault it is all jermaine fault it's always jermaine fault so just get ready bro it says the four main truths or tr you said it says truths right here it says truths not trust did i say trusts hey i don't know it says truths you never heard a woman say that you ain't never and you never will so, guys, just, let it, just letting you know, never, gentlemen, never, never take a failed relationship. Now, if, of course, if you were a dirtbag and you were a narcissist and you cheated, of course, take that L. But if you were like, I was honestly trying, and now she throws you under the bus, never, ever take it too hard. 
It's just what they do. Again, I'm here to make you understand them. It's just what they do. They gots to throw you under the bus. All right? They're the, the, the professional thrower under busers, and they lie. They lie like hell, bro. They be lying their ass off. Did I say trust? All right. <laughs> the no, he said the, th- the three noble truths, which is the engagement ring, the wedding ring, and the suffering. All right, let's get to the show right here. We got a little doom and gloom. We're going to jump right into it. Doom and gloom style. I don't even know where my... Okay, there we go right there. I was a little bit concerned. All right, so uh, let me see. I got so many screens and buttons. We're going to take you a little doom and gloom CGA, and this is something that, you know, just... I like to follow up on some ideas that I had. Uh, the EV car, I think, is quite comical. Don't worry about this video playing in the background right here. Um, these are all the homeless encampments. Oh, hundreds of otherwise homeless people they're talking about, including many children, are living in broke-down RVs in stretches of Los Angeles County. Yeah. But what about this one? Driver says he was trapped in a hot Tesla after battery died. Oh, my goodness. Sheesh. Of course, that won't always happen. And of course, let me see. You know what? This video, there's supposed to be a video on this one. So let me see if the actual video comes up. Uh, Yeah, man, this is terrible. uh, Peoria, Arizona. A man said he was trapped in this Tesla in extreme heat after the power died and he didn't know how to escape. The ABC investigation team found dozens of drivers have found complaints with the federal auto safety regulators who urged owners, car owners, to learn how to manually get out in an emergency. Yeah, well, that probably is his fault. He says it's definitely a safety concern. And uh, let's go ahead and see him there. He's all set up. Uh, Let's see if you guys can see it on the screen. There he is right there. There he is right there. Definitely looks like Arizona. Got his golf cart. Look at him. Got his Desert Storm bunker. Um, and got his Tesla X. All right, let's see what happened. Or his Model Y. I don't know what to do. Here we go. Y SUV. Rick Megason's a Tesla guy. But you're really driving a computer, and we all know what happens with computers. Sometimes they fail. Do you think this is a safety concern? I, I, it's definitely a safety concern. On a June day in Peoria, Arizona. It was uh, one of the hotter days. Rick says he got into his Tesla, closed the door. And nothing worked. I couldn't open the doors. I couldn't lower the windows. The computer was dead, so I couldn't open the glove box. I couldn't open anything. He says he couldn't get himself out. The entire car. Man, this this voiceover reporter's terrible. All right, anyway. It's barbecue in there. Yeah, it's barbecue in there, Ninja. He probably from Chicago, too. Yeah. It's barbecue in there. Got his ass. All right. Uh, yes, he didn't have a breaker window. He can't break the window. <laughs> Was literally dead. And we're not talking about the lithium-ion battery needed to propel the car. Rick says it had plenty of charge, plenty of miles to drive. The battery lives behind this. Turns out, a separate hidden 12-volt battery runs what's inside a Tesla. It's not really accessible by the driver. The low-voltage battery opens the doors, runs the computer display, and lets you roll down the windows. Rick says his 12-volt battery died without warning after he got into his Tesla, leaving him trapped inside. On a 100-degree day. All right, a 100-degree day. It's barbecue in there. Definitely, man. His ass getting cooked. He said, break the window. Uh, looking at him, man, I ain't thinking about to break that window. All right, this, 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 reporter is, this reporter is failing me right now. Here we go. For 20 minutes. Being caught in there for a couple of hours could be dangerous. Yeah, he didn't barbecue. It's barbecue in there. Yeah, they got his ass. Eventually, Rick says he called his sister, who somehow got the passenger door to open through the Tesla app, but it cracked his window. 
I think that Tesla needs to address this. He says a tow truck took his still very dead Tesla to the company's service center. The diagnosis from his invoice, car won't power on, remove and replace 12 volt battery. It's essentially a computer on wheels. Well, we already determined all that. Well, listen, we're not going to continue with this story. Uh, do me a favor, hit the like button if you're in here. You normally don't watch this show. We're going to do surviving, um, surviving Lizzo well, a little later in the show. All right. Uh, but uh, it says right here, yes, you're driving a computer. We already determined that, and we let people know you're just driving a computer. It's barely an automobile. It's barely an automobile. It's a computer surrounded in case by somewhat of an automobile, but that's neither here nor there. All right, what's next? What's next on the docket? Oh, here's here's another one. What are we? All right, what are we doing here? There's a woman here. She's going to say, where did the American dream go? Where did the American? Oh, the humanity. The American dream. So this is the video I was warning you about. This woman says, it's no wonder there's a mental health crisis among the younger generation <laughs> and to make matters worse most can't afford to get treat treated nope and if they are they are told to go get a job get a better job all right let's hear what this lady has to say tired of feeling helpless as a parent yes my kids are grown adults my oldest is 28 my youngest is 25 and I thought by teaching them what I learned, which is you work hard, you get a good job, you're gonna get the things in life that you need, right? Worked for me, why wouldn't it work for them? Cause it doesn't, because the world has fucking changed, all right? And now I feel like I see them struggling and before my generation comes at me, yes, I understand struggling is a part of life. We all struggled, but there's a difference between struggling and drowning. See, this this type, this, you know what I mean? Listen, when I look at, this woman's an NPC. All right, she's a normie, oxygen thief, knuckle dragger, all right, ham and egger, all right, and what, what they're doing is reacting. You saw this shit burning. You saw it crumbling. Matter of fact, you voted for the crumble. I mean, you voting for the downfall. Now, all of a sudden, you want to act surprised. You know good and damn well what happened. But, of course, cognitive dissonance is going to tell, well, it wasn't my fault. All right, you're the one that let this shit happen. You were the one out here virtue signaling. You saw the breakdown. I saw it clear as day. Somebody said she has a point. Of course she does, but guess what? It's too late. Too late, baby. Bye-bye. Hold on. I'll be getting mine. You've been left behind. Now, now, now's my time to shine. It's too late, too late, baby. Bye-bye. It's gone, guys. Hey, man, go ahead. Hey, it's gone. Y'all reacted now. It's too late. <laughs> I told y'all three years ago. I told y'all five years ago. I've been telling y'all this shit is not going to end well. It's too late, too late, baby. Bye-bye. You voted Joe by Biden. <laughs> You've been voting Biden. And now it's your time to burn. It's gone. Y'all sent it, man. And y'all made them richer and richer and richer. All right. You made them rich out here. Man, what do you want me to do about this now, man? It's too late. It's too late, fam. So just go and complain. All you got is complaints now. Uh, Karen, go see the manager. 
all right? So we struggled and it was tough, but you know what? We made it. We knew there was a light at the end of the tunnel with our struggle. It seems like kids today, no matter how much they struggle, they just get further and further down the water into the drowning point, all right? When I was their age, I was making less than $10 an hour and I could afford to live on my own. Now you have to be making six-figure salary to get a decent, tiny little place to live. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, listen. Uh, I bet you you refinanced your house five times in the year 2005, six, and seven. Uh, and you skipped that part where we actually bailed out the banks and took on all of their, uh, bailed out the airlines a couple of times, bailed out the banks, bailed out Goldman Sachs, bail out, bail out. You missed that part. And you probably contributed to that with your subprime mortgage. All right, but you don't know what happened. What happened? <laughs> what happened? Where did all the men go? Oh, you missed that part where people stopped going to work. Where I told you to not stop going to work. And people chilled and laid up and passed STIs around and stopped working and separated by six feet. You missed that part, too. Yeah. You missed that part. Oh, you missed the summer of love 2020 where people burnt down cities and the media won't talk about it no more. All right. You missed that, too. Uh, you don't think any of those things played in it? Yep. You missed when the orange man bad had gas down to one dollar and eighty three cent. You missed that part, too. You missed it when he had the lowest black unemployment rate. You missed that part, too. You missed that part because you were worrying about tweets and you went and burned down all of your cities. You missed that part, didn't you? All right, yeah, okay, and you're wondering what happened. What happened? <laughs> Where did all the men Okay, go? it is already, yep, bailed out the post office, bailed out American Airlines, bailed out United, bailed out Goldman Sachs, bailed out Lehman Brothers. Missed that part, didn't you? Okay, let's just keep it moving like, like we didn't, like we didn't do nothing to get here. Okay, let's get into it. So what the fuck is going on and how do we help them as parents? I told my son, all you have to do is work hard, go to college or join the military like I did. Um, he went to college, got his degree, got a full-time job. He moved back in with me right when he graduated from college because he said, hey mom, as soon as I get a job, which was within two weeks of him getting out of college, um, maybe take me two months and I'll save up enough money for me to move out. Okay, cool. It's been 10 months. He has saved almost every dime and still can't afford to live. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Boomer. Hey, oh, you also missed the part. Uh, you also missed the part. Uh, did I get the refinance home? You missed that part too. Yes. Oh, continuing. Why are one-bedroom studio apartments almost $2,000 a month? You also missed when you put them on ADHD drugs, medication, let them drink in your house because he was going to drink if he was outside the house anyway. Let him smoke dope. You missed all that part, too. Let's continue. Why? Like, I, I just don't get it. So I don't even think that there's even classes anymore. There used to be, uh, you know, upper class, middle class, lower class. It's literally turning into the ultra wealthy and then everybody else is. Well, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, ma'am. I'm glad you figured it out. It only took you to 2023 to figure it out. Of course, CGA didn't know what he was talking about when I told you this was going to happen, but I spelled it out explicitly in my live streams. You can check my resume. But most people said I didn't know what I was talking about. You're not an economist. You don't have a degree from the University of California at Berserkly. You don't know what you're talking about, but I hit the nail on the head. Guess what we're at? We're at... The point of no return. Now, will we still be able to survive? Yes, but we're headed to UBI. Get used to it. Universal basic income. Here we come. And yes, 
A lot of things are going to be unaffordable for a long time. Get used to it. All right. So complaining now, talking about what are we doing? We've been doing it. <laughs> you just catching up now to reality. But let's go ahead and but go off, ma'am. As they say, as the youngins say, go off. <laughs> you see that breaking news. She on breaking news. She's like breaking news. Oh, how about that inflation? Also, also, how about all of those morons that didn't pay their rent and took the mortgage moratorium? How about that? How about the uh, the eviction moratorium just being lifted in Los Angeles yesterday? How about that? How about the PPP loan? How about all that? You missed all that. <laughs> all right, here we go. Let's continue. Just poor. Like, that's what is happening. And then I told him, hey, when you turn 25, at least your car insurance will go down. Hell no, he turned 25 and his car insurance went up $150. I tell him, you know, if you need health insurance, get a good job. He did, has health insurance. Well, thank you to Obamacare <laughs> that we have great health insurance. Yes, at about $400 a month. Yeah, I mean, it's a, at least we have it. Hey, like, ladies, at least we have it, but it's $400 a month for a good PPO. Of course, I can pay $380 for a good HMO. He's got it. You don't need a job anymore to get in health insurance. You can buy it on the market, free market. Here we go. Let's continue. He has had a medical emergency this week. Had to go to the emergency room twice. A, he had to go to the emergency room because he couldn't get anybody to see him with the health insurance that he had. Well, yep, he's got an HMO. Yep, probably a pre-existing condition and also probably has an IEP and ADHD. That might complicate things. You didn't think about that, did you? Continuing, go off, ma'am. Right. So he had to go to an emergency room. Now he's out money for that, too. It seems like you can never get ahead. And then my daughter, I told her all you have to do because she wanted to buy her own house. My daughter worked six days a week, 12 hours a day to save up enough for this down payment. Finally got this house. She's paying double what I'm paying for my mortgage, but her loan was the same amount. Matt, you see what I deal with? Do you see what I deal with? See, this is the type of stuff I deal with right here. This is the type of stuff I deal with. See, that's called high interest rates. See, people don't know what they're doing. You guys think all you have to do is people don't know what they're doing. Yes, it's the same loan amount, but I'm sure your interest rate is 2%. Hers is 7 to 8 maybe 9%. Yes. And she's probably getting less house too. But let's not discuss that. People are always so behind. Tell your daughter that OnlyFans is hiring. Ma'am, this is where we are. This is where we've been going. CGA been telling you this. And then her mortgage company, after she's already moved in, said, oh, by the way, we forgot to tell you that you need this type of coverage, which we forgot in the beginning. That's an extra $200 you've been paying a month. Yeah, that is, that is called PMI. <laughs> that is called private mortgage insurance. They forgot to add that in to the monthly payment. And that probably tells me she did save up her down payment, but she saved up less than 10%. Typical. And she went in there and thought she can go plunk down that 3%. And now her ass got that PMI for 200. Oh, yeah. Well, they conveniently forgot that. But, ma'am, welcome to the real world. Mm. Right. And all they see when they come home is they watch social media, kids their age, on lavish vacations with all this money and nothing to do, all these social media influencers, because we value those types of things over hard workers. We will pay them $10,000, but you work 40 hours a week, you can't afford it. Uh, well, listen, ma'am. Hey, listen, the world is going, and it's it's just passing you by. All right? She keeps on passing me by. I'm sorry, social media 
influencers make a lot of money, tell her to be a social media influencer. But no, you want to go work a real job. You want to go work hard. We're going to hard work. All right, tell her to start the TikTok and be an NPC. They make a lot of money. All right, tell her to go start an OnlyFans, an Instagram. But you steady watching the 2% of uh, rich uh, people over 20, under 25 out here flossing. Whose fault is that? You don't want you don't want watching it. <laughs> you don't want watching it. Tell them to go go get it. Hey, UPS is hiring too. Ninja, please, you work for UPS. Sell some fee pictures. What do you want them to do? All right, work harder or work smarter, man. This is our new world, man. Look, new, 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 new. This type new of shit, man. Order. To me, it's so beneath me. This is some NPC shit. For people to be realizing this in October and August 2023, it tells you so behind how how behind people are. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. To me, it's just comical. Oh, you're just figuring it out. All right, tell me something I didn't know out here. <laughs> I've been talking about this since 2019, <laughs> telling you where we're going. And, of course, I didn't know what I'm talking about. You're so doom and gloom. That's how I got the name doom and gloom CGA, by the way. That's how I got the name doom and gloom. All right, because this was originally a diss from a content creator. Well, he's doom and gloom. And I was like, okay, we're going to find out doom and gloom. Just wait a couple of years, right? But I also give you the recipe. I give you the recipe. I give you the prescription. I told you in 2019, do not take on any dead weight. We're going to hit hard times. And T minus, I said five years. And then the next year, it was like, I was like, well, it's here. <laughs> if you read my book, I told you, I was like, in five years, we're going to be in hard times. And it ended up being the next year. So I was like, Completely taken aback at the at the accuracy of this one. But shout out to the doom and gloomers out here. Let me catch up on some super chats. But until then, do me a favor, man. Go follow me all on my social media. I lost social media accounts because of my doom and gloomness. But follow me on social media. Young nigga got a fetish for success. If I ain't next and I just leave him pressure. Next to rain on the window pane. Puffy plain Jane. Let him second guess me. Wanna cop the pores with the pores in the skin. Grip the wheels at the yeah, these are the geniuses that be like, look at all these homeless people. Like, they've been out here. It's been falling down. Like, what are we doing, man? I'd be worried about some people sometimes. Super chat. It's be real mahogany. The three noble truths. Shout out to you, Schedule P. If there was a woman's sphere where XXs went to discuss male nature and blame us for everything, they would still have more male subscribers and donators in these male spaces he says the simps and weak men run deep indeed oh yeah oh yeah they would and shout out to all the new people who don't normally watch me because we're talking about lizzo and surviving lizzo today we're definitely gonna hit the like button man hit that like button we should be uh at a thousand likes right now mr no government name but he's got a famous name he's in the building we're gonna call him big paul we got bro ham is in the building all right shout out to bro ham thank you for that cash Shout out to Cam is in the building. All right. I wonder if that's Cam Cam. XL Pro Services says salute CGA. All right. Computer Geek says Lizzo go away. Lizzie go away. Hit the buzzer for me. But uh, as you guys know, it is this is black men's fault. I want you to know. The, the stuff she's been in, the situations she's in, they've already blamed black men for this, by the way. You brothers, man. I'll tell you, I don't even know why you hang out with the community. They already blaming black men for this, for, for the shit she, she's been alleged to have committed. Shout out to C. Robin Fly. C. Robin's Fly says, baby mom and I decided 
to settle her par- uh, parentage suit out of court. Congratulations. She fired her attorney. She let me see my three-year-old for eight hours the last two days after almost completely denying me contact for eight months. I agreed to pay her $10,000 in back child support, a third of which goes to the state or the, oh, a third of what the state would have made me pay. All right, a third. So they were going to look at 30000 and uh, she ended up settling for 10000 I hope you got a signature. She agreed to one-third physical custody in two months. He says, the heck happened to humble her. Guess after a year of trying to sue me, she gave up. P.S. It's my kid. I snuck a DNA test. Well, again, another win for our brothers out here. Another win for our brothers. So shout out to you. That's the second successful child support story that we've heard where these women go in there and um, they figured out what's going on here. They figured out what's going on here that um, that uh, he says, what happened? Yeah. Well, you know what happened? The maternity fees. <laughs> uh, those attorney fees. So in order for her to keep up this bullshit, her attorney probably was like, mm, it, it ain't looking good for you. Because she would have probably had to give up more custody. So she gave you a third custody. She probably is going to give up half. And that would have put her child support at probably considerably less. And she was also looking at potentially the attorney fees racking up. The attorney fees rack up. Them attorney fees, man, they be killing you, bro. And so if you ain't got a bag like that, which she doesn't, she probably was like, shit. Attorney was like, yeah, um, you know, I need an, I need another retainer. You need, to, you need to fill that trust account up. And she went scrambling. So that's probably what happened. The maternity fees, the maternity fees about to kick that ass because in order for her to go to uh, to her next hearing, she probably had to pony up another $3,000 or so. All right. And so um, she's looking at that and she's saying um, she probably already put in another five grand. So she's looking at eight racks and then she's looking at whatever that you give her in child support is going to be monthly. You'll have back child support, but she's also looking at that's going to be eaten up in attorney's costs. So, yeah, this is just my opinion on what happened. Yeah, the maternity fees. <laughs> he says, I thought they got a free attorney. All right, see, this is what we have to understand. Every case is different, number one. Number two, they don't get free attorneys technically in child support cases. In divorces, they can because of contingency. But, you know, this is just too much for people. They don't get free attorneys, no. The child support uh, services per- has an attorney, and sometimes they can lean on that person. But if they're incompetent, which most of them are, they, they don't have time to investigate and check out funds. They just basically say, hey, this is the paperwork we got, and they roll with it. So, you know, there's a lot going on. In divorce cases, they can get a contingent attorney. But there's no contingent attorney in child support cases. All right, there's none. So she, she had to. She had to, uh, she had to pay them attorney fees. You basically get the equivalent of a public defender in child support cases. That's the, what the equivalent of their attorney is. So if she wants to investigate forensic accounting, she got to pony up the money. The maternity fees was getting that ass. <laughs> Somebody says 3K just to serve you is expensive. Boy, I'm telling you, she was paying more than 3K. If she had a child support case, she probably was in over close to 8K. It could be potentially she was in over her head. So um, it is what it is. Shout out to you for having her at least come to her senses. After she praying mantis you. But I hope you got it signed. Please tell me you got it signed. All right. Anyway, here. 
Uh, we got our brother here. Uh, Percy says, in history, women would have to mate with an invader that busted down your door and beat you up and had his way with her. Love isn't on or in the equation at all. Yeah, indeed. All right, or the knight in shiny armor. Spoils of war, for sure. And uh, if you don't think so, you're like, that's not true. Uh, how did we get to America, <laughs> right? We were the losers of the war. Whatever, wherever we came from, we lost whatever war. <laughs> I don't want to even talk it out. But if you're, if, you're, if you're a person with my complexion, you probably were a prisoner of war or, an, or a descendant from criminals. But whoever our women were from the land once we, from whence we came, our women were taking over and we were sent. <laughs> you got to think of it this way. Ninjas think, man, everybody was living in peaceful times. All right. Uh, Nigel says the movie Get Out was so popular because it portrayed many nuggets of truth. White women can hypnotize ninjas because they are freaks in the bedroom. Oh, indeed. He says, but don't underestimate how intelligent and cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs they can be. And that was in the movie, too. Be careful what you text and say because they usually keep it storage um, and keep it in storage. He says to uh, light your ass up later on. Indeed. Indeed, man. Brother, 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 brother. How you make it get down? Just a note, the flying car is $300,000. Coworker was like, that's too much money. I was like, at least the ninjas can't get a hold of it. <laughs> All right, they're going to steal one, though. You know, you know somebody's going to steal one. Anyway, what do we got going on here? Are we good? All right, let's get going here. I got straggle and Sniggle Theater. I got only a couple things to show you here. But uh, where's the intro? Let's get it. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? <laughs> Straggle and Snickle Theater. Let's get to it. What's the first thing on the docket? Oh, not this woman again. Oh, here it is right here. Um, this one is a video. I don't know what the video's from. Sorry. But apparently, I don't know if this is a reality show or what. But somebody put this video on the internet, and it looks like somebody was recording a conversation between a couple. And it looks like the context is, this is why men don't share information with women. This is why men do not share information with women. Because normally what they're going to do is they're going to use it against you. Against you. Yes, against you. They're going to use it against you. So let's go ahead and play the clip and see what they're talking about. 28 seconds. Shut the Go, that's why your dad not talking to you right now. What? That's why your dad not talking to you right now. You wish he was talking to you. You want your dad to talk to you, but he's not. Well, that's not even cool, bro. That's 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 getting hella deep, though. You want bro. your dad? You want your dad to spend time with you, but he don't want to. He don't want to spend time with you. Well, Brooklyn, that's not cool, bro. Oh God, that's weird as fuck. But that shit, you could take. Oh God, I Uber. He don't. He don't want to talk to you. Are you still going? All right, and so it appears like um, they were in some sort of conflict argument, maybe joking. It looks like he, when the clip started, he said, I'm just joking. So he must have said something to her, but it probably wasn't that big of a deal. But she has in the back of her hand, she has right here always something to hit your ass with. the. She got something to hit your ass with the big joker. All right, and so she takes a moment like this to say, hey, I'm going to tell 
uh, everybody about something personal that you told me. This is why I don't encourage pillow talk. I don't encourage sharing your feelings with women. I don't do it because they're irresponsible with information. This is when women say, but he doesn't communicate with me. That's because you mishandle communication. Typically, especially, uh, you know, people that might be in a divorce, the wife's like, or the ex-wife, he doesn't talk, he doesn't share. But anytime you talk and share, you find out that information somewhere distributed around. It might be in a court doc. It might be used against you in a custody case. It might be used against you in child support. It might be used against you to gain custody. Later on, it's going to be used against you. And this is why men shut down. This is why we keep people out of information, especially women. Loose lips sink ships. And they are definitely have loose lips in one way or the other. So here you go. We'll play the clip again. So now that you have context, this is why men don't open up with women because they're irresponsible with information. Let's play it again. Shut the f up. That's why your dad is talking to you right now. All right. And so it, she says right there, you can barely hear it. That's why your dad is not talking to you right now. Now, why do you know this bit of information? Why do you know this bit of information? Why are you telling this now on camera? Obviously, this is a dangerous thing as well. Normally, to protect herself, she will put this information out at the inappropriate time around her family members. So as she's protected around somebody else, normally, if you were by yourself, she might not use this bit of information. But knowing that she's in public, knowing that she has somebody there to witness it, she can use this. And you will have to think twice about putting your mitts around her neck. All right. So this is where she is. Um, and they're play, they play dirty like this. They play dirty. And, oh, by the way, they also have told this information to many other people. All right, let's continue. What? I thought your dad not talking to you right now. You wish he was talking to you. You want your dad to talk to you, but he's not. They're like big children. You know what I mean? As we say over here, Chronicles of Judah coined the children with breasts. And so she says this with a wry smile. Mm, what are you going to do now? Also, she creates distance. Have you noticed this? She's created distance so those mitts don't get around her neck. All right, she's created distance. She's actually faced him. She did it with a smile. Mm. What you going to do now, essentially? And yes, I'm going for the gut. I'm going for the jugular. Now she's going for the jugular. Let's continue. Well, no, that's not even cool, bro. That's, that's, that's getting hella deep, though, you want bro. Your dad, you want your dad to spend time with you, but you don't want to. You want your dad to spend time with you, but he don't want to. See, man, I tell you, man, you, you, can't, you can't tell them information. My, and, and the reason why there's a big push and movement to, to, for men to share their feelings, there's actually another video about this. Um, I hope I have it lined up. I'm not sure. But um, what, what they do is they're opening you up to be vulnerable, but they can't handle the information. They can't handle it, and they're, you, they want to be able to use these things against you. So be careful when it comes to these things because I'm here just to help you guys out. This is not going to end well, all right, when you're telling information to them. Uh, let's go on to the next clip, but we'll let this one finish out. Uh, it's just unfortunate. Listen, ladies, I, this is what I instruct men to do. Stop talking to women. He don't want to spend time with you. Well, Brooklyn, that's not cool, bro. Oh, God, that's weird as fuck. Put that you shit. You can take, oh, God, I Uber yeah, and so there it is right there. Uh, and what I call this is what, what the CDC calls this is instigation. So when domestic violence situations and stats come out, they talk about how men beat up on women and so forth and so on. 
But what the CDC has discovered is that much of these incidences are instigated by the alleged victim. So in this case, she would be the victim after he wraps his fingers around her neck. And people would say, how could you touch? How could you do that? Well, the CDC has determined that 70% of these cases are instigated by the person who has the most physical damage. Now, we don't want to talk about this. We don't want to admit this because we're putting accountability back on the other person to be responsible. See, these fists, this fist right here is dangerous, but so is a woman's tongue. And the woman's tongue is sharp and it is very, very, um, it's very, very smart. She's using it to cause chaos in, in, in cases where she cannot. She cannot physically um, um, compete with you, so she uses the tongue, which is almost as lethal. All right, and so we have to put context to all situations. When a person says, I've been in an abusive relationship, always ask her who's the abuser. And then when she says, well, I never hit him, doesn't matter if you hit him. Did you instigate? Did, were, you, were you doing things like this? Yes, you were just as abusive as him. So anyway, anyway, let's go on to the next one. I'm here to teach. Straggle and Snickle Theater. We, I love my We have another wonderful mother coming up on the screen. We did a, I did a show on this one, several shows about BPD, borderline personality disorder. In fact, in many cases, BPD can be passed on to their children. In fact, I shared a story about a therapist who told a woman with BPD to not have children because you are likely to pass that on to their children. The story comes out. She says, I didn't, I'm glad I didn't listen to my therapist. I have three wonderful kids. But you also likely have passed on your borderline personality disorder to your kids. Now, check this out. Listen to this wonderful mother spill her guts about how much of an atrocious human being she is. Let her rip. Can I confess something? I love my kid. I fucking hate being a mom. I fucking hate being a parent. Like, I fucking hate it. And I feel bad for saying that, but, like, I wish I wish someone would have let people with BPD know that, like, we really shouldn't be moms. Like, having a kid is too fucking complicated. And I don't want to do it. Like, I don't want to be responsible for this tiny human. I just want to be responsible for myself, and it's too late now. And I didn't know parenthood was going to be like this. I didn't know I was going to be doing it all by myself with no support system, no family, no anything. I didn't know if I would have known, I would have never done it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Now, listen, listen, this is the other side of the mental health argument that I'm always on. And I'm going to say, okay, you're going to say mental health. Well, guess what? Let's start taking away rights. Yeah, no kids for you. All right, because you're not going to be able to handle it. Um, you're not going to be able to handle it. No voting, no driving uh, two-ton vehicles, not, nothing, nothing. All right, you're going to lean and rest on that. Let's start taking away this shit. You can't live alone. You can't, you can't be by yourself for longer than two hours alone. Because these people want to say they have these issues, but then all of a sudden I can do it. I'm an adult. And then that when responsibility hits them square in the face, they want to run back to their mental health bullshit. So here you are. She says she has BPD. She admits she has BPD. She admits that she has a child. She admits that she doesn't want a mother. But of course, everybody's going to feel sorry for her. Now, if men came out and admitted that they didn't want to take care of responsibility of their children, they'd be a deadbeat. But for her, they's going to sing this love, sad love song right here. She says, I wish somebody would have told me. Well, it sounds like you don't have BPD. It sounds like you possibly self-diagnose yourself because any responsible therapist probably would have told you to not have kids. And you probably didn't listen if they did tell you. So I'm telling you, man, our responsibility in our society has gone left. And that woman that was talking about what happened is because we don't let people be responsible for their own decisions.
Okay, even in the face of where the other person wants to be responsible for the bad decision making, they still going to blame the individual, especially if it's a man. So um, just just atrocious behavior. It's a sign of the time. And uh, this is where we are. If a man got on camera, did this, they will run into his house with CPS overnight. But of course, they're going to give her a pass, right? Yes. I confess something. I love my kid. I fucking hate being a mom. I fucking hate being a parent. Like, I fucking hate it. And I feel bad for saying that. But, like, I wish I wish someone would have let people with BPD know that, like, we really shouldn't be moms. Like, having a kid is too fucking complicated. And I don't want to do it. Like, I don't want to be responsible for this tiny human. I just want to be responsible for myself. And it's too late now. And I didn't know parenthood was going to be like this. I didn't know I was going to be doing it all by myself with no support system, no family, no anything. I didn't know if I would have known, I would have never done it. Yeah, man, I tell you, man, (laughs) our world, our world in a nutshell, our world in a nutshell. This is the type of crazy shit that be going on out here. All right. uh, Let me see. I think I do have quite a bit of straggle and sniggle here. I got a lot of left on this bone. Pause. All right. But uh, what else do we got here? I better get into it. Apparently, there's a woman in Irvine, California. Out here, give me the loot, give me the loot. I'm a bad, bad. Give me the loot, give me the loot. I'm a bad, bad. So they winning, right? Remember we had that conversation in 2022? These hoes winning. Okay, let's show it. From a Lululemon store in Irvine has been arrested. Police say surveillance video shows Licia Bradley shoving $7,500 worth of merchandise into her bag. Straight jacket. Bradley is also suspected of stealing more than $22,000 in merchandise from the same store last week. Straight jacket. She also has a warrant for her arrest in San Diego for robbery. Police also found her suspected accomplice in the car with stolen property. Both were arrested. Straight jacket. Shout out to Mark Brown. All right, but uh, there they go. Yep, yep, yep. They definitely definitely winning. Look at all these dubs. Straight jacket. Yep, they winning. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man. If you see the other side, man, they be winning shit. Straight jacket. All right, man. Crazy. Committing mad crime in here, bro. Hey, first of all, there she is right there. Spread eagle. Spread them, ladies. Spread them. Straight jacket. Um, yes. <laughs> this is crazy. What a world, man, man. We got to send it on these straggle daggles. All right, Straggle with Sniggle Theater is out of control. All right, we have another man right here, Mini CGA. Apparently, not only Gilbert Arenas is a CGA fan member. Shout out to Gilbert Arenas. All right, Agent Double. What is it, Agent Zero? We have a lot of people now coming to the coming to their senses. Let's listen to this guy. We're all women prostitutes. No. Why? Because I'm not a prostitute. No, but hear me out, though. Get where you're from. Let's say I get your number right now, right? And then I take you on a nice, lavish date, right? Okay. That costs money, right? Okay, we're going to go half and half. No, I'm not going to make you pay for No, it. hear me out. Listen to me out. If I don't pay, it's unattractive. Let's be real. Yes, it, it is. Thank you. Thank you. With that being said, if I spent money to go put inside my gas tank to come pick you up, spent money to go on the on the date, spent money to get you back to where, you know, say either your house or my house, wherever, and then eventually we bust down, that means I had to pay for pussy, right? So therefore, y'all are. I could drop dead right now. I literally only have. Don't do that, baby. I need you. Let me get your number because I do think you're very beautiful. What's your name? Selani. All right. Oh, she foldable too, man. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I fold that shit up. All right, but um, this guy actually was in another video that I saw. 
uh, related to there was a woman claiming she wanted to be rated. What's going on with my color correction here? The sun must be beaming right. My, I'm all purple in the background. This is ridiculous. But uh, he was in another video. He said, how is this a revelation? I know for some men it is. Uh, mostly for women it is. And this is pretty much common sense that all men pay. Right? All men pay. So uh, dating stems from prostitution. If you don't believe me, I did an entire. I did, I've done two streams on it where I broke it down. Including what dating used to be. The difference between dating and courting. The difference between modern dating and what is considered dating. The, the difference between the man act, transacting. The, I, I broke it all down. I don't want to even, I, I can't even waste time. But um, I can't even waste time. I've already just done this. If you're a new person to my streams, go find the old one. I've done two streams on this already, at least. But dating stems from prostitution. It is. And uh, people think that men don't. They can't get dating right, and women can't get dating right. It's because she won't admit she's a prostitute, and men won't admit that they're paying for prostitution, right? Uh, men have a discomfort about taking a stranger out and giving her $300 of surf and turf and drinks. And then they say, well, $300 is nothing. I get it, but I'd rather pay $300. To, I'll pay $300 to this woman right here directly, fold her ass up like a love letter from the second grade, and kick her ass to the curb. You know what I would do? You know what I would do? I basically, this is what I do, and I'm going to tell you how I do it. This is what I do. I call these people my special friend. And so this is what we do. I would go ahead, instead of paying for the surf and turf, I would go ahead and fill up her Venmo. And then I would say, you're my special friend. I just want to say thanks. I'm glad you came along, partner. I want to sing a song just for you because you're my special friend. friend indeed new 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 world order i would even sing her a song on the way out you know what i mean i have a hey listen i just want to say thanks i'm glad you came along yeah indeed you know what i mean listen <laughs> what well, why fill our belly up with surf and turf when i could just <laughs> have you as my special friend uh anyway let me stop <laughs> We still on Straggle Snickle Theater. Let's get to the next story right here. Uh, this woman says, I don't know if she's lying. Um, <laughs> this woman says she has a high body count. Uh, let's see if I can pull this up here. Refresh the screen. Uh, remember, body counts don't matter. So she says she has a big, uh, big one here. Uh, I don't know if I believe her, but maybe I do. Body count so far this year. So it's, what, okay, July 6th. So I've been with about a person each day for the last like six, seven months. Each day? Each day. So I mean, if there's been six months, 30-ish days, then. So what's 30 times six? Someone in the comments let us know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it could be a little less or a little more, but definitely like I've been with about one person each day. Some days multiple, some days not at all, but. So how many of those people are new people, or is it all just, like, the same that you're getting? No, I mean, yeah, I've had some consistent, like, you know, people that I'll come back to, like, if they're really 
right? But most of the time it's new people because I like new experiences and you know, I want to try everyone out. How do you meet them? Um, a lot of times they'll just like slide into my DMs and show interest and if they're attractive or if they like, if I like what they have to offer, like message wise, you know, then I'm into it. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, skeezers are out of control, but listen, hey, do what you do, ma'am, and uh, that's somebody's future wife, unfortunately. That's definitely something. And that's you. She's definitely going to be looking to settle down. What happened? Where did all the men uh, Later on, I don't believe her, but I do believe her body count is out of order. All right, it's out of order. So maybe she's just throwing the number up there uh, just ridiculously. Do I have any more straggle and sniggle? I do. I got have two more skits. Uh, right here uh, is this is a guy I might have shown this one before, but I try to not show double uh, skits multiple times. All right. But uh, just to respect the audience, because we have a lot of people that will call it out. Man, a woman goes off on man for cooking dinner instead of going out on the second date. She says, I expected more. These are kind of skits and shit like that. They got red Kool-Aid. <laughs> All right. They got a steak from Sizzler. Look at this shit. Classic man meal right here. You haven't even you haven't even taken one bite out of it. Wow! I expected more. You shouldn't yeah. be expecting stuff so early on. I, you should be lying to me so early. I don't. I didn't. Lie, I didn't lie. To, you lie I didn't. So I didn't lie. To, to I didn't lie about anything. I'm here for a reason, right? This is the second day. I'm here for a reason, right? I'm you, here for a reason, yeah, right? Because okay, you want so to be here. To go to the Capitol, the grill. Okay, I want to wow. go out. I want to stay in. Okay, you should have told me that. You should communicate. I communicated with you. Like you got to communicate. Y'all want to say that y'all have so much y'all drunk. I can really just pull up and take you where you got from. Why don't you go with them then? Okay. Why don't you go with them? You're right. Since, since they are so much better than me, then why don't you go with them? Better, yeah. They're keeping the stack and you keeping the zero. That's I kept it. I kept it. This is my house. I own this house. Okay. okay? Uh, you own this house? Yes. You I own this house. house. Congratulations. Yes. You thank you. And you I decided to. If you own the house, you can keep your word too. I absolutely can. So, like, you sign the lease, the mortgage, you can. You are ungrateful. You are ungrateful. Well, yeah, I mean, I've been in these situations before. I often think date number two should always be uh, dinner for two uh, at someone's residence, preferably mine, where I'm comfortable and I can dismiss you properly, properly, and you'd want to go home. All right, but um, I think second dates are great um, if you want to get together, cook, do something like going out again is doesn't make sense. That that would be date number three if anyone if, if anyone makes it. But, um, you know, the guy, uh, she's saying he didn't communicate that and she got all dressed up, put her makeup and got her hair done, planned her date only to be sitting inside eating steakums and um, broccoli florets. All right. So, yes, um, I could see where she would be kind of perturbed by that. But I just don't like that. She's saying you should have told me or, or I expected more and you're required to do more. That's kind of that's going to be prostitution. That's going to be prostitution. Um, it's okay to have dinner inside for two. Everybody knows where this is going. Somebody's going to be knocking the boots. We're going to be knocking the boots at some particular point. And I probably would have told her what we were doing. We're going to be making a meal together. All right. But you know, this, this skit is allowing people to have the conversation. She's an entitled spoiled brat. And it tells her, tells the guy should warn him that she's in a usury situation. She's just trying to use him. And she was just using him to go to the capital, the grill. All right. The capital, the grill, drinking Kool-Aid. <laughs> they had the Kool-Aid out. Shout out to them. The red Kool-Aid, too. Is that tropical punch or cherry? 
<laughs> hey man, if if, if um, have you guys um, have you guys stopped drinking Kool Aid? Right, I stopped drinking Kool Aid years ago. All right, and I drank some Kool Aid. I could not believe how much sugar is in that Kool Aid, fam. I was like, yo, it was unbearable. It was unbearable because I mostly just drink water. I mostly drink water like 90% of the time. I, you know, I'll drink a soda here and there like once a week, maybe, maybe once a month. I could not believe how much sugar. I was like, God damn. It was like, <laughs> it was unbelievable. So, you know, if you're, if you're not used to it, if you're not used to it and you constantly still drinking Kool-Aid, you're not going to understand, but drink, stop drinking Kool-Aid for like what? Try, stop drinking Kool-Aid for like, like three years and then come back and drink a cup. You're going to be like, oh my God, dude, you're poisoning yourself. That got to be straight up poison. Uh, anyway, white death. There's white death in that damn thing. That's why ninjas got diabetes and a high cholesterol. All right, anyway. Yeah, man, bro. I was like, yo, this is too much. All right, last one. And this guy right here, uh, I'll let the music play. So hang on. I just want to be clear. You're upset because we made friends with your cat, sir? You're keeping it in your yard. No, I'm not. Our cat. You understand? Our cat. I'm not even in my yard right now. How? What am I doing? The the gates open. You're unreasonable people. You're holding our cat. How? I'm not even in there. I want you to explain how. If you would. Go in your yard and say, Mercury, go home. Don't come in our yard anymore. She they will want not listen. She's a cat. She doesn't speak English. Oh, really? You This this doesn't mean go home? No. Huh? Hand huh? signals don't mean anything. It's a cat, dude. Really? Okay. All right. Well, we'll have the police department figure it out. Absolutely. Okay. Great idea. Right. No. So the cat doesn't eat and drink anything over there, right? No. All right. The neighbor's clearly perturbed that their cat keeps sneaking out. And um, going to the neighbor's yard, obviously, there's another piece of calico over there or they don't want to be in your house. And take a look at this cat lady. Take a look at this woman right here. I mean, she basically a head on top of a skeleton. Oh, man, they must be a thrill at the crib. I mean, I think she's being abused. Anyone? I mean, she definitely in an abusive relationship. She definitely wants to blink twice. I think she might be dead. Morticia. Morticia Adams (laughs) to the scene. All right, so apparently they're mad that their cat is escaping here. All right. Oh, no, never. Right? No, never. No. No, never. Never. Yeah, yeah. never. Yeah, you cat pervert. Oh, my God, you got attention. I have cat done. Uh, he's upset. There's definitely a vein coming out of that head there. He's definitely perturbed. To bring the cat. I've done nothing to bring the cat. This dude's lost it. He's 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 lost it. They arguing over a cat. I mean, what are we doing? Is this Jill and Joe Biden uh, for 20 years ago? They're arguing over a cat. The cat don't want to be in anybody's house. Oh, no. Harboring a cat. Is that a crime? What the hell? A cat pervert. A cat pervert? You know what? So, a cat pervert. (laughs) All right. That cat wants to be in these streets. Clearly. 
Clearly, the cat wants nothing to do with being in the house, man. Wow. All right, we're getting closer to the uh, uh, closer to the main event. But do me a favor. We got uh, we got people watching today, and uh, hit the like button. Hit the like button and uh, subscribe to the channel if you're new. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Join us over on the Money Mindset, patreon.com backslash Coach Greg Adams. We just posted up this afternoon the replay of our coding stream. So go check it out. Anyway, we got our brother here. Let me see if I can say your name. Say your name. Say your name. Oh, by the way, if you're new, um, you cannot super chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You can't super chat. Because I got the best. I'm the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. So you have to super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. Yes. New, 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 new world Somebody order. asked, could you call in? Hell no. Think I'm going to ruin my show with a call in? Have y'all all in my, I know I got purple screen in the back today. Have y'all all in the kitchen with the fit, the phone tilted up so I can see that yellow ass kitchen light and all that popcorn on your ceiling. All right, uh, shout out to Leon says, listen to coach, young men. I finally went to the gym today and two young, young, fit, white pieces of calico with big rear ends were peacocking towards me a little more than usual. I ignored them for the most part. They just wanted some attention. Indeed. Yeah, man. Uh, Them young girls don't want you. Them young girls don't want you. JC says, life was all good before Taco Bell got rid of the Mountain Dew Baja Blast and went and upped their prices and went up on their prices. He says, I could have lived off of Chalupas and Gorditas forever. Yeah, smoke alarm beeping. Yep, smoke alarm beeping all in the back. Beep, you think I'm going to ruin the quality and efficacy of my show? So y'all smoke alarm can be beeping in the background trying to argue with me. <laughs> Every 10 seconds, beep. But what I was trying to say, beep. <laughs> All right. No, nah, man. Amalam's running up and down the boulevard. All I hear, man. And what I wanted to say was, look, in the background. Yeah, man, what I was trying to tell you, Sean, is what I was trying to tell you. <laughs> Hell no. Ninja's getting shot. All I hear in the background is kitty pop, pop, pop. And a boom, 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 boom. So, hey, man, can you turn my, can you turn my stream down, man? I can hear myself in my headphones. You gotta, you gotta mute, you gotta mute the stream before, while you're talking to me. You can't listen to yourself talk. Skinny pop, pop, pop. And a boom, 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 boom. <laughs> All right, let me stop. No, 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 nope, nope. You ain't gonna get me. You ain't gonna get me and ruin my show. With eight pictures, eight, eight, eight pictures of ninjas all across my screen. All right, look, people mad now. All right, I'm leaving. Hey, man, hit the like button before you leave. We need a thousand likes. Hey, man, shout out to Incognito Thought Leader says, Eve said, my bad, Adam. I'm the fucking problem, indeed. Mm. All right, man, show, man, shout out there. Uh, C3 Augustus says, CGA with the kazoo soundbite had me dying. Keep it up. 
Yes, you're my special friend. Shout out to Soldier for God says dating is like working a job and hoping to get paid. Indeed. Oh, man, dude, dating is the worst. Dating is the worst. Hell no. Dating is so goofy to me. All right. Homer says mom had us use two thirds of the sugar uh, of regular Kool-Aid. So through two thirds of the sugar. So, yeah, they asking for a full cup. I mean, you man, brothers. Like you literally listen, I don't want to get I don't want to get uh beef with Kool-Aid, whoever makes Kool-Aid. But um if you want a conspiracy, I think Kool-Aid might be one of the reasons why y'all can't get your shit together in the hood. I'm just letting you know. You move to the suburbs, they don't have that much Kool-Aid in the aisle. <laughs> All right, I know, man, because I lived in the suburbs. I walked around, man. Hey, do y'all have Kool-Aid here? They was looking at me like. Kool-Aid? We don't sell Kool-Aid in the Gelson's. <laughs> Go to white stores like Gelson's and, and Whole Foods and shit like that. They don't sell Kool-Aid. Hey, uh, do y'all got Kool-Aid here? Y'all got some Kool-Aid? What aisle is the Kool-Aid on? They like. We only sell them in the poor neighborhoods. <laughs> they don't sell Kool-Aid. Jim Jones, they like, oh, man, this ninja. Are you new to the suburbs? Jim Jones got rid of everybody on Kool-Aid. It was like, them ninjas going to drink the Kool-Aid. And drink the Kool-Aid. Pavilions. Is there Kool-Aid here? They don't have sunflower seeds, Kool-Aid, nothing. <laughs> for real trader joe's don't got no kool-aid nobody got kool-aid only at aldi in winn dixie only at albertson's and ralph's <laughs> they got kool-aid all right yo safeway anyway i'm letting y'all know man i'm trying to clue y'all in i'm trying to clue y'all in all right anyway no government name SD says, Coach, what do you mean our ancestors might have been criminals? I was told that we all came from kings and royalty. Yes. All right. Maybe, maybe perhaps we were the kings and they rounded us all up. I'm not sure. Piggly Wiggly. Pork rinds. No pork rinds in the suburbs. No pork rinds. All right. This <laughs> is crazy. All right. They do have beef jerky. They do have beef jerky in Ovaltine. Yeah, they do. Uh, Walmart, yeah, Walmart and Target got plenty of Kool-Aid. You got to figure these things out. Push it together. Speaking of putting it together. All right, let's go into this young woman right here. Uh, social media superstar. Hold on for a second. Let me get this right. Did I get the super chats? I did. No, hold up. Shout out to Jed says, just call, just call a dude average at best and blow up. Yeah. You're average at best. Oh, here I come. All right, I'm getting mad views now. Mr. TT says, get him, coach. Indeed. Thank you, brother, right there. Thank you, thank you. Get him, daddy. JC says, Lizzo got appetitis C. Oh, damn. Appetitis C. She does got something going on there. We're almost at Lizzo because we don't have a 1,000 likes. But here we go. Vegan dies of starvation. Interesting here, man. I'll tell you, man, you got to watch out for these social media influencers. Vegas, vegan influencer Zana, I can't pronounce this, Kornikova, we're going to call her, dies of starvation after a decade of only eating raw fruit and vegetables. All right, vegetables. She's a Russian media star. We'll call her Natasha Kornikova. 
All right, I can't, you see her name right there. And she has not consumed any water for six years before her death. Of course, refusing to get medical help after she was bed bound. And uh, I would say this is foldable, but uh, Natasha, this ain't it, bruh. Uh, you should have heeded the signs here. Uh, we'll take you to a video here. Uh, Natasha, there she is right there. Uh, she definitely looks like uh, she's malnourished and has an eating disorder. Now, she's going to show us her cantaloupe there or her melon, whatever <laughs> she's going to show us. Okay, here we go. All right. Mm, yeah, look at this. Natasha. She need a little makeup on her face, too. Yeah, uh, anyway. Okay. All right. Mm. No water, neither, fam. No water. Okay. No water. Well, what kind of what kind of diet is this? You guys got to watch out for these influencers, fam. They don't know what they talk about half the time. They be trying to put you on a diet and shit. Somebody need to come in. She dripping. She needs some milk and some water. Six years, man. That's how long, that's how long y'all got. That's how long you got, man. You, you got to get some water. Stop drinking that Kool-Aid water, fam. She's got more. There's not much need to be said about this story. Oh, oh there's what is that? Is that carrot juice? What is that? That's not water. She's only doing fruit, apparently. <laughs> she need a hamburger. At least, I mean, we're carnivore. We need some meat, Pam. We need meat, man. I'm not a guy that's going to go off meat. Pause. <laughs> All right. Uh, but here we go. We're not rabbits, fam. We need water. We need, we need, we need protein. All right, there you go, man. Uh, let's ring the bell on her ass. You know, she thought she had it all put together there. She, 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 she zigged when she should have zagged. You know what I mean? She, she went left when she should have went right. She went down and she should have went up. You know, uh, this happens times to time, time to time. All right, Vince McMahon is in the news. Vince McMahon got his house raided. And this is what we tell you about, man. Hey, man, the good times don't roll no more. You got to be careful, man. These ninjas in the past that used to take advantage of women, that shit coming back, man, allegedly. WWE, though, WWE. New, 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 new world order. Wrestling, uh, entrepreneur, circus. Vince McMahon hit with a federal grand jury subpoena and search warrant. Company reveals. This was a few months ago. Federal law enforcement, that's not good. Executed a search warrant on the World Wrestling Federation boss, Vince McMahon, and served his ass. That's not good. With a federal grand jury subpoena last month. The actions represent an escalation of an ongoing investigation in the allegations that McMahon had paid millions of dollars over the years to women. After being accused of sexual misconduct. I got money. Now, he did it the opposite way of pay for play. He did it damage control, and that's an L. All right, allegedly. WWE also revealed that McMahon went on medical leave after undergoing major spinal surgery. If you don't know, that's Vince McMahon. Uh, They've been trying to get his ass for a good, maybe about 35 years. All right, so just so you know, they've been after McMahon's neck for a long time, the feds. All right, and so they had a major case going on in the 90s for some steroid distribution, by the way. Um, at that time, they had just classified steroids as a, you know, um, 
uh, something that you should not be disseminating steroids uh, prior to that, 10 years prior. Uh, had Nobody cared about steroids. But, of course, he made millions and millions of dollars by allegedly providing steroids and uh, to their wrestlers and hopping them up on, 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 on growth hormone and shit like that. Feds tried to take him down. They failed. He actually beat the case. He beat the case, man. The feds don't lose that much. So the feds been pissed off for a long time watching this ninja, watching every step he take. Now, of course, a lady came out, a former referee, said he did her uh, She said that he did her dirty. Put his salami in her mouth, boned her in the back of the limousine, and gave her the boot. Oftentimes, he's had to pay millions of dollars, allegedly, to some of these wrestlers, female wrestlers, uh, referees, ring announcers, allegedly. And now the Fed said they want in. They want in on Vince McMahon. And, of course, his downfall is Punani. Mm. Peace leave. He got it for free. <laughs> he got it for free. Um, so, man, uh, it, it, these men in this from this generation, unfortunately, are going to be victimized by these allegations because, let's just be fair, many of these stories cannot be corroborated um, in some cases, they were the one woman who was the referee. But unfortunately for you to defend yourself, you don't have time, reference, or place. The person could just pick out a date uh, and all of that stuff, and you don't have evidence. You don't have the ability to get witnesses and stuff like that. And if you've already burned bridges, people are going to come out and pile on you. You have former wrestlers tried to sue him for CTE, all right? And obviously, those people are pissed off. Those people possibly would have a case. All right, and let's just call it what it was. People dealt with people differently back in the day, all right? And so there was a time when people were millionaires and they could have their way with women. They could, they could get away with it. Also, um, some laws were in place where these women wouldn't directly report it and they were reported to the company and the HR department was non-existent. There could be no recourse, so... And there were statute of limitation laws that prevented them from even coming out five, 10 years later. Um, now these laws have been opened up and these women are coming out and they talking. And uh, when you take current time and you put it back into, this is what I, this is the problem with, <laughs> uh, this is the problem with context because we're taking how we feel about things now in 2023 and we're putting it back to 1980. Um, you know, people dealt with these other differently. Women had different, role men were definitely uh taking advantage of women so it's it's problem context is a problem but the feds they want to take down vince mcmahon and this is the second time he's had something like this affect his leadership at the world wrestling federation i will forever call it the world wrestling federation by the way uh the actions represent an escalation of ongoing investigation into allegations that McMahon paid millions of dollars over the years to women after being accused of sexual misconduct uh, you might say that those payments might indicate that he was guilty, right? It says right here, took a leave beginning on January 21st and remains on medical leave until further notice. I don't think he's coming back. Now, what he wants to avoid is prison time, right? That's what he wants to avoid. Uh-oh, guess what? They had to put him in a picture with Donald Trump. Oh, man. That's interesting. They definitely had to get that picture with him and Donald Trump in there. 
All right, um, it says right here, the search warrants and subpoena on July 17th came a year after news first broke that federal prosecutors and the SEC were investigating the World Wrestling Federation and McMahon over his payments to women. But he don't pay. He don't pay. It says right here, WWE noted in an SEC filing Wednesday that it had received voluntary and compulsory legal demands for documents. Oh, it's terrible including the federal law enforcement and regulatory agencies concerning the investigation of related matters. McMahon's wife, Linda, who previously was the CEO of the World Wrestling Federation, served in former President Trump's cabinet as administrator of the U.S. Small Business Administration. All right, so there you go right there. They're connecting Trump to this. Of course, Donald Trump had no comment. Uh, Look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? All right, McMahon's federal search warrant and grand jury subpoena were disclosed just a day after President Trump, a longtime friend of McMahon, was himself indicted on federal grand jury uh, by a federal grand jury in Washington, D.C. on serious felony charges related to his efforts to reverse his loss in the 2020 presidential election. I'm going to tell you, man, listen. New, 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 new world order. Hey, man, my screen's back. I guess the sun set. All right, I think we're getting back to normal here. But, hey, check it out. As you can see, man, we live in a very, very um, a corrupt society when we actually can go after people like this who are running for political office. That's just my opinion. If you believe in anything related to freedom, democracy, and the American way, you definitely don't want to see people prosecuted in this manner. That's simply unfair, and it's actually very third-worldish. But that's neither here nor there. Let's get to Justin Trudeau, and we're almost at the main event. Speaking of corrupt politicians. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> All right. Justin Trudeau headed to Divorceville. Ay, ay, ay. Damn. I wonder who filed for the divorce out here. Was it the wife? Yo. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. I'm thinking a lot of people don't know who Justin Trudeau is. Ninjas don't even know who the vice president is right now, but that's neither here nor there. Justin Trudeau is the Prime Minister of Canada. Oh, Canada, our home and native land. True patriot love and all that maple syrup. All right, so here we go right here. Justin Trudeau separates from his wife. Let me guess. I'm not happy. (laughs) She wasn't happy. All right, let's get to the bottom of this. Of course, we remain close friends with deep love and respect for each other. The couple announced on social media. Uh, That sounds like what he said. I'm not happy. (laughs) Fidel Castro's rolling over in his grave. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and Sophie. I can't pronounce that last name are separating after 18 years of marriage, a high profile split for Canada's most recognizable political power couple. I mean, let's put this in the context. This would be similar to, I mean, Canada's not on the level uh, power-wise as the United States, but this guy, Justin Trudeau, is the leader of the free Canada world, okay? And that would be the equivalent of Joe Biden getting a separation. New, 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 new world order. I believe his boyfriend, oh, I'm not going to say it. She's a Frenchie. All right, she's, a, she's from Montreal, I'm sure then. She's a Frenchie. All right, uh, what do we got here? The abrupt announcement Wednesday end ends what we often describe as a storybook marriage 
that united two rising Canadian celebrities, the politically ambitious son of an iconic former prime minister and allegedly grandchild of Fidel Castro, alleged, and a glamorous television host in Quebec. I was right. She is from Montreal. It says right here, an Instagram post published on both Trudeau and the French woman's uh, website in English and French, respectively, appears shortly after 12 p.m. Quote, after many meaningful and difficult discussions, I'm not happy. (laughs) We have made the decision to separate. That's normally not how it happens. The two married in 2005 and have three children together. And it says right here, all of the children are underage teenagers. As always, we remain a close family with deep love and respect for each other and for everything we have built and will continue to build, they said. For the well-being of our children, we ask that you respect our and their privacy. Do the Canadian citizens have privacy? Nope. No. Ask the Canadian truckers, do they care what they think about this? The family is about to go on a vacation together next week, according to a separate statement sent out by the prime minister's office. It is said that the two have signed a legal separation agreement, which the divorce is impending. They remain a close family and Sophie and the prime minister are focused on raising the children in a safe, loving, collaborative environment. AKA every AKA uh, co-parenting, which is a myth. There's no such thing. Both parents will be constant presences in their children's lives. And the Canadians can expect to not win another Stanley Cup. I mean, wait a minute. It didn't say that. All right, gossip about the Trudeau's marriage has circulated in Ottawa for several years, but the discord in their personal relationships never made headline. Let me get down to this. I want to get down to this. It says right here, she's been notably absent from major public events in July, including the major cabinet shuffle in some hall in the Capitol and social dinners with uh, for NATO. And their spouses at the Military Alliance Summit. This is a big deal. Uh, People don't realize how this is a big deal. I'm not going to go into the rest of it, but um, let's just say they give you the background of how these two met and put put themselves together. Uh, She is a descendant of, she's a descendant of, let me see here, just so we can get it here, which will tell you. Trudeau's parents, former Prime Minister Pierre and Margaret, went through a divorce as well, during the elder Trudeau's final months in office, you didn't know that Justin Trudeau is the son of a former prime minister of Canada. I didn't realize that. They asked, and, and his father went through a divorce, his father and mother, in the final months of his office. Justin Trudeau, Trudeau has been in power. In power? Wow. New, 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 new in power? Order. What the hell? He's been in power for almost eight years and has also won three elections. Three too many. Uh, where is the uh, the other woman's a celebrity, right? She was an actress or some shit. I don't care about that. But uh, guys, it doesn't matter. You can be the prime minister of Canada of all things. Oh, look at my screen here. Okay. Somebody said false. Is he um is is uh <laughs> the Cubans claim him? The Cubans are claiming him. Hey, I don't want to get into the story, man. New 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 world order. <laughs> Uh, people say his father is Fidel Castro. I mean, I know there's rumors going on about that. Hey, man, I ain't in it, bro. But I ain't the only one that said that. We're almost close to the main event here. But let me pull up uh, Justin Trudeau. 
uh, let's see, Trudeau being ignored. Let me see if I can uh, ignored. He's kind of a, from all I concern here, here it is right here. Uh, I got a couple of uh, videos of Trudeau being ignored, apparently, by the powers that be. Uh, let's go ahead and roll the film just so you know. He probably gets no respect. All right, there he is right there. Uh, allegedly, uh, Justin Trudeau here in the blue suit. Um, this is not the only time he's been disrespected and lacking. There he is right there walking the floor um, of the powers that be of the world. New, 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 new world. And uh, looks like nobody wants to acknowledge him. Uh, maybe they know a little bit more than we know. Not a person's greeting him. Not even the Japanese contingency and there he is uh the you know mulling and we there's donald trump the orange man bad is in the building and donald trump don't even acknowledge him nobody's acknowledging the ninja have you ever been in this social situation all right we've all been there oh look he's trying to act like hey y'all don't see me i'm the most powerful man in canada right here all right and there it is right there nobody acknowledging him he acting busy all right let me check in my bag let me check in my bag if we're still a part of NATO. <laughs> yeah, right here. New, 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 new world order. I don't think anybody wants to acknowledge even his presence. Nobody knows. They just you can see the puppet strings. You can see the puppet strings a mile away. Donald Trump's like, man, who is this? Donald Trump's like, wait a minute. Who are you? Indeed, Donald Trump don't want nothing to do with him. Man, he Donald Trump wanted to punch him in the gut, probably. All right, so there he is right there. There he is looking up. Oh, maybe he's going to acknowledge me. All right, uh, look, uh uh-oh, Donald Trump looks at him right here. Take a look, man. Look. (laughs) He's like, wait a minute. Who are you? He's like, man, if you butt into my conversation with your goofy shit, I'm going to punch you in the nose. (laughs) Donald Trump can recognize a milly mouth spineless jellyback. Right here. Donald Trump, look, he's like, look at this bitch right here. He was like, yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch, man, go get me a cup of coffee. Who the hell are you? Look how you looking. Oh, man, he like, nah, man, I ain't going to do it. Yeah, man. Look at this bitch. He said, <laughs> yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch. <laughs> All right, let me stop. Look at Trudeau's face. Look, hey, man, this is my own commentary right here. He's like, look at this. Yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man man hey man people in canada irate right now man who this milly mouth beady bug eye beady puppet having ass <laughs> that says it all right there man that says it all man shout out to justin trudeau man not only did he lose donald trump's affection he lost his wife today i'm not happy <laughs> man what a terrible thing man look we got a couple people man to hit the like button and we're going to get into Lizzo. We're going to tear into Lizzo coming up after I check on these Super Chats. All right. Give me a couple more likes. <laughs> oh, man, brother. Donald Trump will tell you the real, bro. He'll tell you the real. <laughs> oh, man, look. Yeah, he watching me right now. He mad as hell. He was like, if you were in Canada, I would shut you down. All right. He shut my Twitter down. All right, let me see here. Venmo, let me check Venmo, and then I'll check the Super Chats. He said, this wussy right here. All right, give him a noogie. All right, Kevin Sullivan says, what's up, coach? He says, you should clip that cat pervert for all the ninjas that believe cat 
cats won't return to them streets indeed in these streets we got some cat perverts in the building all right let's tear into lizzo all right listen i know i know y'all been wanting to cheer into lizzo for quite a long time we got a lot of lizzo lovers out here secret lick em low live lizzo lovers lily liver lizard lovers she's in some trouble She's in some major trouble, all right? And she's been accused of doing things that she's been accusing you black men of doing. All right, and so let's get to it. And viewer discretion is advised. If you have children, cover their ears. This is normally a family show. But we got to have some very, very difficult discussions here about one Lizzo. Take it away. Okay, all right. Lizzo, allegedly, this is allegations, that has been put forth in a lawsuit. They call it a bombshell lawsuit. All right. Lizzo forced dancers to eat bananas from sex workers' peace leaves during an Amsterdam trip, according to a bombshell lawsuit. This is despicable. Not even Bill Cosby is accused of any of these type of things. Oh, the humanity. Not even Bill Cosby forced women to eat bananas from tailpipes and front booties like Lizzo is being accused of. And remember, these are allegations probably from disgruntled workers. Lizzo be eating and Lizzo be making people eating bananas from front booties. But, of course, I'm sure there were orgies all over the place. All right, let's continue with the show. The truth really does hurt. Three of Lizzo's former dancers are suing the good as hell performer as well as, uh, as, well as Big Girl Big Touring and a woman named Charlene Quagmire or Quigley for allegedly subjecting them to endure weight shaming. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. Weight shaming. Lizzo. Lizzo is accused. This woman right here. This woman right here. Looking like Grimace on the side of a Happy Meal is allegedly. This is it. Amen. Sometimes projection. She's been projecting that people have been weight shaming her. Now, allegedly, people have said she's weight shaming them. All right, man, boy, the, the chickens do come home to roost. All right, I cannot wait to hear the rest of this. These are allegations. And also sexually degenerative behavior. I can believe that. And pressuring them to participate in disturbing orgies. Yes. You know why they do that, by the way. This too, they, that's basically an Epstein strategy. Um, you know, this is what they do in, in, in these circles. You know, ninjas want to be famous so bad. And when people want to be famous so bad, the first thing they do is they start participating in debaucherous activity. Thus, when you participate it, oh, and yes, it's recorded. Or they'll get you to admit to participating in things and they'll get you drunk and liquored up and they'll get you sniggling and they'll get you doing things you normally wouldn't do and they'll get you touching and grabbing on stuff and doing stuff and participating in orgies and then guess what? Yeah, the rituals. This is not conspiracy. Then when you do it, 
then when you come on to come out and speak about it, they're going to be like, hey, I got that video of you and that 16-year-old. Yeah. You was having fun, R. Kelly. You was having fun, President. I can't say the name. You was having fun in that little cabana with that 16-year-old girl. Remember that? Mm-hmm. You want to talk? Yeah, there was a camera in there. We got it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is very common. It's a very common thing. This is how they get your compliance. Um, and, you know, people want to be people want to be famous so bad and you want to blow up on YouTube so bad, but they got your ass. Indeed, they got you in their own video. Gotcha, bitch. Yeah, they did. Gotcha, bitch. They got the evidence. They got the video and they like, uh, looks like you won't be suing nobody. I'll release the footage. I'll leak it out. All right. It says right here, plaintiffs, Ariana Davis and Crystal Williams. These sound like black women to me. I would love to see photos of these women. Claim in their lawsuit filed on Tuesday and obtained by page six that they were eventually fired while the third plane of Noel Rodriguez, shout out to Rodriguez, resigned over Lizzo's stunning behavior. Of course, their morality showed up all of a sudden. I'm a moral person. I'm a Christian. While on a concert trip with the Grammy Award winning artist to Amsterdam, you should have known you were going to Amsterdam. On February 2023, recently, the plaintiffs claimed that Lizzo invited them out for a night on the town, which ended up in the red, the city's red light district. Now, uh, this is where the story, you went to Amsterdam. You're in a place where things like this happen. What did you think was going to happen, Mother Teresa? What did you think was going to happen? That's like going to New Orleans and some, some debauchery breaks out. All right, and you're running around there, and it's nothing but pure orgies everywhere. And it's a whole major eyes wide shut. And you're there like, oh, my God, my virgin eyes and ears. Stop. You went to Amsterdam. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, this shit's sounding frivolous already. It says right here, the area is known for its sex theaters, sex shops, in clubs and bars where nudity is on full display. It literally is. They literally have a prostitution set up, legalized. Not just decriminalized, it's legal. <laughs> I mean, they have it. Oh, we got pictures of the women. Okay. Gordita. Yes. So this is, this is, this is victim number one, Miss Rodriguez. All right, uh, uh, okay, we got the other one. Oh, here's the other woman right here. This is the other woman right here, uh, victim number two. This is Mrs. Davis. Oh, the humanity. Or Ms. Davis. Or Zimzer Zazim. All right. Oh, the humanity. All right, there's the second woman there. She looks nasty, fam. She looked like she, uh, do, does this woman look like she would be shocked by anything going on at an orgy. Oh, that's nasty. You think this woman is shocked about anything going on at an orgy? All right, let's let's go to the next woman. This is the next woman here. Lizzo's dance team captain. Oh, this is the co-defendant. This is the co-defendant. This is the other woman. And by the way, we've often been told that women have moral high ground, that they don't do things debaucherous, that there will never be a Bill Cosby. But they got Cardi B, and now we have Lizzo. 
and we have women, mostly women, committing these crimes against humanity as well. Predators, I say. Predators, I say. All right. Continuing back to the story, the other co-defendant, there's a lady missing here. Oh, this is the first lady. I missed her. I actually thought this was Lizzo. All right, so we got a half-breed. All right, we got half-breed in here. All right, we got half-breed. She already confused about life. All right, so what's her name? Ariana. Yeah. She already, you know, she got some, she got more than the 10 fingers there. All right, got half-breed. All right, you already know they got messed. You know, they met, they had already messed up in life. You know what I mean? They already kind of confused and misconfused. <laughs> All right, anyway. Oh, brother. All right, here we go right here. So, uh, listen, do these women here look like they would be shocked by any debauchery? I mean, I'm already calling frivolous. At a total combined weight of 1,200 pounds. 1,200. You heard it here first. What is the total combined weight? All right. Lizzo working on 365. This one's definitely over three. This is three and a quarter. All right, we got we got 275 here because she only about five foot two. She about as wide as she is tall. And she's slimming up a little bit. And oh, this is another 325, three and a quarter, maybe three, 330. We got 1,200 pounds. 1,400? Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. This would be a crazy tag team. I mean, this this right here would be a crazy World Wrestling Federation faction. I mean, listen. New, 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 new world order. This faction would actually win the tag team championship in the men's division. I mean, this would be a whole bunch of... This would be a whole bunch of weight here. Oh, by the way, don't be mad at me. I'm not weight shaming. They're accusing Lizzo of this. They're accusing Lizzo. He said, how'd the plane make it there? I mean, yeah, I mean, you you know, Aaliyah's plane went down. Aaliyah's plane went down in flames. And she was like a toothpick. You got to imagine, this had to be two separate cargoes. Hey, listen, I'm not weight shaming. They're the one being accusing Lizzo. I refuse to weight shame. I think these are some beautiful women. These are some beautiful women. Take a look. Take a look. This one right here, uh, she could get it. She could definitely get it. All right. What? What? Okay. Yep. That'll be a good Tuesday. So, uh, I would stay away from this one. She got too much going on. All right. But uh, here we go. Right here. Let me see here. Let's let's get to the rest of the story. The lawsuit states things quickly got out of hand when Lizzo began inviting cast members to take turns touching the new performers, catching dildos launched from the female performers' peace leaves and eating bananas protruding from the performer's peace leaves. It's Amsterdam. This isn't like it took place in Maine. It, this was somewhere in Maine or Vermont, I can tell. But you were there, you participated, you probably were sniggling too. The suit also claims that Lizzo allegedly pressured and goaded Davis into touching one new performer's breasts. Man, women be into some debauchery, fam. They be into some debauchery. It's not just men doing this now. Women doing it to their own. 
The plaintiffs claimed that just a month later, Lizzo, age 35, deceived them once again into attending a nude show, thereby robbing them of the choice to not participate. No consent. Uh, this is, of course, the chickens coming home to roost. Um, yes, so women have ascended to power. Thank you for female empowerism uh, and feminism and empowerment. But now that women are in charge, they thought, hey, the girls are here and we can do what we can do out here. But now they're being accused of doing things that men in power have been doing. Yeah, there's no difference. They thought there was going to be some utopia. They were just going to surround themselves by reading Rainbow Ninjas and them, and they were just going to have fun without the patriarchy ruling over them. But, of course, shit got out of hand. And now the women are trying to turn and squeal, and they're actually trying to make cases. They're filing cases. You're just a leader. You're not a woman anymore. you the boss. you the boss. It says right here, Davis also claims in a lawsuit, that at one point, she had no choice but to soil herself on stage during an excruciating re-audition, fearing the repercussions of excusing herself to go to the restroom. I call bullshit on that. Where's Davis? This is the one who soiled herself because she did not want to miss her spot so she can make the trip to get on the team. Hey, man, that's a choice. It sounds frivolous so far. Sounds frivolous. Sounds like a lot of finger pointing and blaming. All right. But it says right here, eventually, Lizzo allegedly fired Davis on the spot after learning Davis had recorded one of their meetings, even though it was in order to have a copy of notes the artist provide. Now, nah. hey, man, so what Lizzo, let me just be fair to Lizzo for a second. Lizzo right now. Yeah, she dropped the deuce from the Duke shoot on the stage. Yes, she did. So Lizzo's now experiencing what it's like to be in power. See, they thought if they remove men, that men would be the ones doing this, that they would be absent of responsibility out here, that people wouldn't target them for these type of lawsuits and soil your name in these streets. But here's the thing. These claims that I've read so far, I don't see anything that's going to hold up or should hold up in court. Lizzo's going to pay these women to shut their mouths and it's going to be not a non-story so far. I haven't read the rest of the claims. We'll get to the body shaming in a minute. But come on, man. What, what are you doing here? Now, I see nothing. This is a nothing burger. Nothing burger. Shout out to a ABL. Allegedly, eventually, okay, all right, it says right here, the woman tried to record the meeting. Uh, this is uh, this, this woman here. And she said, oh, it was to take notes. No, 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 no. You were trying to gather evidence, and they found the mole, and they got rid of you. You got fired. You're fired. All right? Oh, you can't see it. There it is right there. She was trying to gather evidence. She was trying to record and trying to video and copy, and they caught her ass, and they got rid of her. Okay, it's simple. We, we cannot handle subversive people. Uh, Lizzo's finding, oh, my, man, boy, look at this, man. Brothers. All right, who we picking today? All right, it's Tuesday. Which one you got? <sighs> Which one I got? All right, there's one in the back. There's one in the back, back right. All right, I'll take one for the team. I'll bounce up and down on her like a good trampoline. All right, but um, imagine. Let me stop. This is a family show. It's a family show. 
I'm not body shaming them. They're claiming Lizzo was the body shamer. I'm actually finding there's one there I would take. There's one that I would take down. I'm taking one of these. I'm taking one of these down. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> All right. Uh, the rest of them I'll pass. All right. Uh, let me see here. According to the rest of it here, Rodriguez resigned shortly thereafter out of solidarity with Davis. Oh, Jesus. And the disrespect Lizzo allegedly showed her. So let's go back. So this girl got fired. They were conspiring against Lizzo. The mole got found out. Rodriguez joined her and resigned. What is this story? This is a nothing burger. By the way, I did spot this story. Kanye West's girlfriend out in a bikini top with her feet out. I did get distracted by this story here. Uh, I'll let the, uh, there she is right there. This is Kanye West's wife with her feet out. Kanye West sure knows how to pick a muskrat. I tell you, man, that's definitely a muskrat. And she got her feet out. She does follow orders. Let me see if I can find the picture there. Yeah, there she go right there. No shoes and a bikini. Okay. All right, back to the, ba- hey, man, let's get back to the story here. Let's get back to the story. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> Those are some natural toddies, too. Those were natural. I love me some natural. Those aren't implants. Those are real. Yeah, them real right there, man. Them real. They got the titty on the side titty, too. Oh, my Lord. And she got her feet out. Oh. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get back to Lizzo. All right, let's see what these women are up to. These women are up to no good. It says right here, the lawsuit claims she feared that Lizzo intended to hit her and would have done so if one of the other dancers had not intervened. Man, what are we doing, man? These people here are, these women are absolutely disgraceful with this lawsuit. The plaintiffs are suing for general and special damages as well as punitive damages and attorney's fees, of course. The stunning nature of how Lizzo and her management team treated these performers seems to go against everything Lizzo stands for publicly while privately she weight-shamed her dancers and demeaned them in ways they are absolutely demoralized. The plaintiff attorney, Ram Zambrano, said in a statement, reps for Lizzo didn't immediately return Page Six's request for comment. Okay. All right, I don't, I don't see much weight shaming going on here. All right, let me, let me get into this right here. Oh, wait, that's the wrong story. She also has, um, it says right here, they are suing for creating a hostile work environment. Man, I'll tell you what, hiring women is a major risk. Man, take a look at what's going on here, brothers. What are we doing? Hiring women is a tremendous risk because inherently they are drama creators. You know what I mean? Like they take shit too personal. They start trying to sabotage. They don't leave. They don't quit. You know what I mean? This is indicative. Same things happens in relationships. When it goes bad, they just go and complain and they act like they can't leave. And they're like, I'm stuck here. And then they got to create some scenario where they come get a helicopter uh, Con Air comes in. They got to be saved. Somebody's got to rescue them. Damsel in distress. They leave. I've been putting up with so much. And I've documented and I've been going through this. I'm traumatized. Subverting you with it. And here's the thing. Here's the thing about this. I know this. What they do is they're, they're being victims now. But what they'll do is when they're 
in this situation that they probably created themselves. They probably showed up late and they probably weren't listening and they probably had, you know, uh, people were trying to tell them what to do and they probably had the wrong attitude, wrong body language. You can't tell me shit. That stuff going on. And instead of now they're crying, but when they were there, they were being sneaky. They were conspiring. They were the cancer. They were creating cancer in the locker room. And they were trying to get other people to join them in their in their strategy. What we're going to do, we're going to expose her. We're going to record her. We're going to do this. We're going to get that bitch. We're going to get her. Yeah, we're going to get her. Mm, yeah, we're going to set her up. We're going to record her. We're going we gonna to say, say that she made us eat the banana out the tailpipe. And then she'll get, they'll get as many people to uh, conspire against them, and then they'll get caught. <laughs> They'll get caught and then they'll get fired and put out. And then they'll be like, well, <laughs> they're like, well, what happened was she made me feel bad about my weight. It's everything she goes against. And she went out there and made me eat the banana out the tailpipe and the front booty. She had me feeling on somebody else's booty. She had me out there eating the San Francisco treat. She had me out here making bacon. She had me out here rolling pork rinds together. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my Lord. Forever the victims, man. Forever the victims. None of this shit sounds legit to me. But anyway, uh, what we got here? This is the same one. Same, same article. Okay, uh, let, let's go to the next one. Oh, it's black men's fault. You know Jermaine had to take a hit here. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. <laughs> Here it is right here. This woman says, if black men didn't slander Lizzo about her weight and accept her body type, her internal misogynoir, what is that? Misogynoir? Misogynoir? Wouldn't have overtaken her and allowed her to fat shame a woman for existing just like she was. Oh, man. Brother's already taking the L. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brother's already taking the L. And, of course, this woman says right here, they going to blame this Lizzo-ish on black men somehow. Oh, somehow it's got to be black man's fault. Yeah. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. <laughs> like, there were no black. Listen, there were no heterosexual black men in attendance of any of these events. <laughs> all right. There were no heterosexual black men at any of these events. I'm just letting you guys know. There's no way in hell this could be serious. <laughs> and not only that, brothers are known. Brothers are known to smash overweight chicks. There's no way. I mean, this would be right up a brother's alley of support system. But anyway, uh, let me see what we got going on here. Oh, we got another another woman coming out right now. This is uh, as today. So uh, as you know, as it, when it rains, it pours. Lizzo's former doc director slammed singer as arrogant, self-centered, and unkind amid lawsuit. So as if it, when it rains, it pours. Let me guess. This is a former doc director. I, I Listen, I'm going to bet it's a woman. I'm going to bet. There's the women there. I bet you the documentary director, I'm assuming, yes, a documentary director. How much you want to bet it's a woman? All right, here we go. Let's read the, let's read the article. Oh, there's. This the, this, the, this the individual right here, fam. It's the individual right here, fam. 
You see it. It's the person alleging that Lizzo is arrogant, self-centered, and what else? And unkind. I hate the judge books by covers, but at least she's not overweight. I mean, she doesn't appear so. This is an entire cluster F. I guarantee you Lizzo is looking back now and going, yo, these women blindsided me. See, see, ladies, I'm telling y'all, did you guys know, ladies, are there any women here watching this? Is there any women in here watching this? We've heard that men have been the problem so long. We've heard that the patriarchy is the problem. We heard that masculinity is toxic. And we heard that the world would be a perfect place if men would just step to the side and let women do their shit and nothing would happen. There would be a utopia and there will be happiness. Everybody would be treated fair. We would be inclusive. We would, nobody would be shamed. Nobody would be bullied and intimidated. There would be no need for legal lawsuits. No one would be sexually assaulted. No one would be sexually objectified. It's all men's fault. And so we would create this utopianism. We will create this utopian society. All we got to do is get rid of the men. And we are not going to have any problems. However, this is not true. In fact, there was a company. There was a company that was created by women for women. It was called Fupu. <laughs> Fupu. Fupu. For us, peace leave us. Yes, Fubu. Fupu. Um, for us, Punani us, I think it was called. And for some people, people think that there's going to be some matriarchy that's going to take over the world and it's going to be a perfect utopia. But this company, and I'll pull it up as evidence in this show, this company got together and they said, we're only going to have, we're only going to hire women. We're going to discriminate, openly discriminate, and we're only going to have females. This is going to be a female owned company. And it is going to be efficient. It's going to take over the world. Every company is going to see our company. And they're going to find out that women run the world. Who run the world? Girls. And we're going to have no problems. We'll be fair, inclusive. We'll treat everyone right and so forth and so on. Do you know what happened to that company? Do you know what happened to that company? They had so much infighting, cattiness, bitchiness. They had so much discrimination in that company that they could not coexist. I'll bring the story up because we do have time today. The company was a living hell. And they said that the beautiful women mistreated the ugly women. There was fat shaming. They're the women who wore, mo wore, wore a lot of makeup, messed up, uh, they, they actually uh, bullied the women who wore less makeup. They hired based on looks. They promoted based on looks. There was so much backstabbing, cattiness. When they had their periods converge, because if you guys know, women's cycles tend to, um, tend to, um, if there's a group of women, like a, let's say a woman's soccer team, 
over time, if they hang out long enough, their cycles will actually uh, converge like Voltron. Their cycles will will start to um, uh, be on the same time, the same time frame. So as a result, biologically, their cycles were all around the same time and the company was going crazy. There was backstabbing, backbiting. It was out of control. I'll pull it up for the people who don't want to know. And this is another example of, you know, and the, and the men file. And then they get together to do it and it doesn't work. I'm going to pull the company up. Let me see here. Woman, company. See if I can find it. I wasn't ready to present it. Let's see here. It was, uh, it says, my female dominated workspace is the most toxic pit of hell. Let me see if I can find it right here. Uh, let's see here. This is a reference to it. All female company fails due to cat fighting and backstabbing. Let me see if I can get a good article on it. Let me see if I can get a good article on it. Let's see here. Ah, I can't find a good article on it. See here. Pull it up, pull it up, pull it up, pull it up. I see a video, but the video's not mine, so I can't do it. Uh, yeah. I'll find the article. I'll find the article. But I've seen the article before. I'll, I'll bring up the article. I got to get the name. I got to get the name. Yeah, they buried the article. All right. Let's see here. Let's see if I can pull it up. Yeah, I'm seeing it. It says right here, women start all female company to realize her utopian dream. And uh, it says right here. And benefit from the absence of men, despite having made 500K in their first year, she had to shut the office down to due to catfighting, jealousy, infighting, competition, sexual aggression, and no work was getting done. No work was getting done. Let me see here. Of course, no work was getting done. They were having meetings all the time. See if we can get it here. Oh, I can't find a good one. I'm seeing just references of it. I'm seeing references of it, but I'm not getting a good article here. But anyway, anyway, it's not urban legend. It's not urban legend. It's, It's legit. Is legit. So, um, yeah, this is what we're doing here. Sometimes, yeah, they buried that article. All right, you can't find a good article. I've seen this article before. I've definitely seen this article before, but I haven't, I cannot pull it up. Yeah, they put that article away. It's on, uh, it's on, it's on page 39 of Google. All right, it's on page 39 of Google. But uh, anyway, this is an example of it with the surviving Lizzo story. In my opinion right now, I don't think Lizzo has anything to worry about. Uh, let's go to this documentary person right here, and I'll do the super chats. This is the documentary person now piling on. Oh, by the way, she's accusing her of being arrogant and self-centered. I believe that. I believe that. I believe that she is arrogant and self-centered. Lizzo. Look at Carmen Electra. Look at Carmen Electra, fam. She still kind of look all right. She look all right to be in a plane there. This is Carmen Electra. Jesus. The wall is unkind. Sophie, it says right here, Sophie Allison tweeted Tuesday 
that she wanted to speak up against Lizzo because validating other black women's experiences is deeply important to her. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. Lizzo's a black woman, right? The other women are, we got a half-breed, a gordita, and another black woman. She's siding with them against Lizzo, a black woman. I tell you, man, you can't do, feminism will eat itself. Feminism will eat itself. It says right here, um, it says right here, who sued, okay, right here, we got the lawsuit. The filmmaker began by sharing a photo of herself holding a large camera during the concert, explaining that she had traveled a bit with Lizzo in 2019 for the Love Lizzo doc, which HBO Max released in 2022. Allison claimed she walked away. You mean you quit? You quit from the project after two weeks. You quit, okay? Because she was treated with such disrespect by the performer. I witnessed how arrogant, self-centered, and unkind she is. Well, I probably would tend to agree with you on this one. I actually will validate her experience. However, what does that have to do with the other they always pile on. What does that happen? What does that have to do with the lawsuit? That doesn't validate the fact that these women are alleging what they're alleging is true. They're just piling on. Guys, witness this shit. And um, here's the thing. When I tell you that this behavior is quite common, because most of the time men move on from this shit. We just be like, you know what? It didn't work out. I'll take my L. But when we remove ourselves from these situations, what are you seeing now? They're the chaotic ones. They're the agents of chaos, <laughs> okay? So even with no heterosexual men around, guess what's happening? Same bullshit, mm. right? Same shit, different day. They just can't get along, and we knew this. I've actually worked in education. I've worked in college campuses. I've worked with women. I know that they're chaotic. Their environments are way more chaotic. Men do have chaos in their environment, but that's normally handled by a handshake, a beer, or a punch to the nose. That's Those three things is how men handle it. And if that doesn't happen, lawsuits will fly, and the man will not be there, but they'll keep it on the hush-hush. Okay? Somebody going to have to squabble, and then afterwards we might have a beer. We might kick somebody. You know what I mean? It's going to be a squabble at some particular point. The tension will build up, and somebody got to get punched. <laughs> and then once the punches are thrown, ninjas get knocked out. All right, you know what I mean? Here's a, you know, put a cold pack on his eye. You know, you would deserve it, ninja. Okay, you got me. And because women don't have the ability to get that, you know, because people don't understand how violence, people think violence is bad, right? And so they'll be like, we don't need the violence. Sometimes you need the violence. Sometimes somebody got to get rickroll. Sometimes somebody got to get an elbow. Somebody got to get chin checked, right? And politicians don't have this, so they send other people to war to do their violence. But what happens is violence actually cuts the bullshit out. Right? Because it builds and builds and builds. Women just let it build and 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 build. Right? And it just keeps building. Nobody handles the bullshit. 
And then we have a powwow over here. We have a closed door meeting over here. Then these people start bringing people in. Legions started. Um, you, they start bringing people over to the side. The, the cancer just festers and festers. And it just grows slowly. It metastasizes. And it just grows and grows and grows and grows. Until then there's lawsuits and catfighting and lies and innuendos. But the tension is so thick you can cut it with a knife but nobody can handle it sometimes you need somebody to come across wham you know what i mean and just come across and deliver and catch somebody and then the bullshit is done but nah you gotta write up in human resources and get people involved attorneys lost then you gotta get people leaking the information the drama and the chaos trust me i've been around this and I always tell the story. I always tell the story. This has been the case since middle school and fourth grade. Fourth grade. This has been going on since the fourth grade, and they always try to blame us. But back in fourth grade, back in fourth grade, yeah, it's draining. It's mentally exhausting. This is why women can keep taking you to court, and you're like, you're not tired of this shit? No, because they like the drama, the chaos. In fourth grade, when boys didn't talk to girls and girls didn't talk to boys, the, the girls had cooties, but the next summer they started developing pause. All right. And you started to get interest. But in fourth grade, you was like, oh, them girls got cooties. You know what I mean? They all buck tooth. They missing their front tooth. They've got freckles, snotty noses. They stink. They smell like wet chickens and dogs. You know, everybody was just off. Nobody had any hormones. You know, you just wasn't interested in them like that. You'd rather go play basketball. We playing 21. We playing touch football. We doing something violent. Now, when the boys weren't messing with the girls, the girls still had drama. Did the boys have drama? Yes. Somebody got embarrassed. Somebody got bullied and got a wedgie. Somebody got kicked off the court. Nobody, somebody didn't get to play. And then boys figured it out, and then we developed a hierarchy. If you weren't good at football or basketball, you started watching Star Wars Star Wars and He-Man. And you talked about your He-Man action figures and your Star Wars and your Pokemon cards and shit like that and your Yu-Gi-Oh. All right, you know what I mean? You just set your ass off on the side and ate your lunch and then you traded Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Mm. <laughs> right? You were like, well, we can't, we can't play with them. You know what I mean? They a little too good, so we gonna be over here. But you still didn't hang out with the girls. That was the drama. Every now and then, somebody step out of line, punch. All right, sit your punk ass down, all right? You know what I mean? I got to get suspended this week. But most of the time, it was just us talking that shit. No girls were involved. Every now and then, a couple of girls will float over there. Oh, those boys are cute. <laughs> now, check this out. Check this out. Over with the girls, they was in there causing drama, mean girl style. Backbiting. Two-faced it, mad at another girl for what she wearing, talking shit, lying, manipulating, causing pure drama, not a guy to be seen. Not one man in the bullshit. <laughs> and guess what? Everybody go to PE class. Everybody go to recess. Here come the ninjas out there. Dripping sweat on the basketball court. Dominating. But that's in all sports. I'm out there turning in 15 points, 13 assists, 8 rebounds, 
three steals. Man, I come in there sweating, smelling like armpit. We coming out there. Whoa, talking shit, man. I put it on you today. I dropped the fuck around and dropped the triple double on you. We talking cash shit. I'm at the water fountain with the water fountain, just drinking water. <laughs> they like, man, get off the water fountain, man. <laughs> we coming in there stanking like armpit. Soon as we walk into class, soon as we walk into class, teacher telling the boys, calm down. All the girls sitting there with their fingers crossed. But they all crying. <laughs> There's four girls crying. <laughs> By the time we calm down, sweating, we look over at the girls. Teacher's like, all right now, boys. Uh, the assistant principal is going to come to class and take the boys out for a little bit more recess time. And we like, yay, let's go on out and get the recess. We see the girls crying. <laughs> but we don't give a damn. We going to go play recess. We get 15 more minutes, the assistant principal. All right, boys. All right, Yu-Gi-Oh! car collectors over here. All right, dodgeball over here, tetherball over here, flag football over here. They close the door. The teacher in front of the class, the girls. <laughs> All right, girls, what happened? Well, what, what happened is she did like this, and she said my curly hair is nappy. She called me a muskrat. She called me a brass monkey. She said I look like Master Splinter. She said my mama got her OnlyFans today. <laughs> Parents got to come pick the girls up. All right. Parents got to come pick the girls up, take them home. <laughs> they got snot running out their nose. What happened to the girl? Hey man, where Tata Alicia at? Where Tata Alicia at? Where Tamika go? Where Kaylee at? <laughs> right? And they then had all kind of drama and beef that we weren't even present for. Nobody caused it. Probably one of the girls, all of the girls had a crush on Tommy. And Tommy, they wanted to pick Tommy and they didn't got into a fight. We weren't even there. We didn't do nothing. We didn't say nothing to nobody. We was over there dropping triple doubles. <laughs> but with them, they didn't cause their own drama. And it's probably Jermaine's fault. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Yeah, now they, you know what? They didn't clicked up. They didn't switch clicks. You ever see that? Remember in middle school, you'd be like, hey, uh, talk to Alicia, uh, your best friend, Tamika. Oh, I ain't my I ain't best friends with her. Oh. oh okay. Um, I thought y'all was rolling deep. Oh, man, F that bitch. And she did this. She started telling you everything Tamika did. You was like, oh, I ain't know all that. <laughs> and then they whole click, then the whole did a whole musical chairs. Now you come back next week, and the girls that was this friend's girls, they over here clicked up over here. You're like, oh, we got a new click now. <laughs> mm. Right? They got a whole new click. They got a whole new friendship circle. Somebody that got booted out the popular girl group and she got to come over. Can I sit with you? Mm. We still playing basketball. We playing a seven game series over four weeks with a whole elimination tournament bracket. 
and we got it all figured out over here until one girl say, I want to play too. Oh, shit. Because she didn't got kicked out the group. <laughs> anyway, look, I'm telling you, man, this is how it be. This is how it be. And uh, they be out there creating their own chaos. And we don't realize it until we get testosterone. That's when we get introduced to the bullshit, the mania, the chaos. We get testosterone and we just want to. <sighs> smells like teen spirit. <sighs> These girls. <laughs> right now we introduce ourselves into the chaos. We get into the funnel cloud. And we get kicked out like Heathcliff and shit. We'd be like, what, what do we do? Then they find us. Then they blame us for everything. It's his fault, right? It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Now we, now we're, because we, we butted our nose in their business. Now they got somebody to blame. And that happens from high school, in the middle school, all the way until you're 40 years old. And you figure it out. Guys, we're not the problem. <laughs> All right, let me get to these super chats. We're not the problem, man. They be chaotic on their own. If we weren't here, they be at each other's neck. And you know it. Ladies, you know it too, man. Don't, don't be lying to my fellas around here. They be at each other's neck. And we will have nothing to do with it. <laughs> All right? We just there. We just there. We just trying to get a piece of punani. Like, look, um, all I wanted was a slice. Can I get that slice and go back to playing ball? No. All right. Anyway, <laughs> let me get into it. Oh, man, this is a great show. Dude, hit the like button on the way out, please. Hit the like button on the way out for that sharing that story, taking you back to middle school. All right. Where are we at here? Where are we at here? Catfish A says, Coach, you are the whistleblower. Shout out to him. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Shout out to Old Dog says, Coach, what's your thoughts on moving to Costa Mesa, Santa Ana area? I'm trying to job switch on my blue chip mindset, but it might be a net loss. Well, you got to tell me where you're moving from, but try not to move to Santa Ana. All right. Santa Ana, Costa Mesa, maybe. All right. Santa Ana, that's going to be a no, but I don't know what your budget is. Johnny Law says it's official. These BWs are the worst Ws on the planet, not saving them at all. Shout out to Scott Hall and Kevin Nash in the building. New, 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 new world yeah, order. taking you back to elementary school where everything was innocent and we were just so, we were so new. Uh, so here we go right here. Somebody says Google catfish over, I'm sorry, cat fights over handbags and tears in the toilet. All right, if we do have time, if we do have time, cat fights. Oh, it came right up. Oh, it's the Daily Mail. Okay, so look, for people. Oh, damn. Thank you, Frank Mula. So it came right up. He got it. So here's the story of a lovely lady. All right, so anybody that's still here, here's the story. It's a real story right here. Cat fights over handbags and tears in the toilet. When this producer launched a women-only TV company, she thought she kissed Goodbye to conflicts. There it is. Thank you, Frank Mula. I knew it was here somewhere. Right there, 2009, before, before the real feminism took over. Right there. Right? There it is. The Millie, there's the muskrat right there. Samantha Brick, 
Her business was ruined by the destructive jealousy and infighting of an all-female staff. Thank you, Frank. There it is right there. She thought she was going to get she thought she was going to get into it and a bunch of mess. Why are they showing uh Sienna Miller? I'll fold. Snide comments. Oh man, we got to dig into the broken hearts. All right, we got to get into this article. If you guys have extra time, let me do the super chats and if we have extra time, we'll get into the art article. I knew it was there. I knew it was there. But uh Utopia, there's no we're not the problem, guys. When you figure that out, you can actually function in life. JC says, pretty sure that ogre smelled like hot dog water. <laughs> wow. All right, Will Rob says, love the channel, coach. He says, these women are modern-day Liliths. He says, that name translates into the word night monsters. Wow. That says it all. It's all Jermaine's fault. Shout out to the night monsters. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always yeah, Jermaine's uh, Joshua Moon says, in my Uber, coming from my second job, the radio station was reporting on Lizzo the exact same time that you were. The radio was literally repeating you. Damn. All right, shout out to the radio. They're watching me. JC says, back-to-back amazing streams today. Virtual self high five. This is not self. Angel says, website, uh, website let's run. Okay, he, you were helping me too. Women starts all-female company quickly implodes due to clicks, crying, Cat fights over handbags. Thank you to Angel. So we'll go and dig into this story. Just so you guys know, man. Realize it's not your fault. You're just in the way. Shout out to Cam in the building. Says, talk that ish. All right. Talk that ish, ninja. All right. Uh, Saddam Insane says, I just turned free agent, but this will not be all. Thank you, brother. Saddam Sodam Insane, as they used to call him. All right, let me check PayPal and Venmo, and then I'll, I'll tell you about this story. Um, I'm here to share. I'm here to edutain. I'm here to educate. Um, you know, we do experience quite the confusion as men, but realize this, man. I've been in all female workplaces, and there's bullshit that goes around there, too. Straight manipulation, lies. Dude, I've been in situations where, you know, some of my basketball players will be going through some stuff, and they'll be finger-pointing and lying on each other. And I'm sitting there. I got to figure it out. And they'll come in and... One will lie, the other, I'll bring the other one in, they'll lie. And I'm like, <laughs> and then I got to figure the bullshit out. All right, shout out to Daniel, says, Coach never fails to entertain. Keep up the constant, junior college flatback Supremes for life. Indeed. Indeed. All right, but uh, when we put our nose in their business, this is why we don't like dudes that cape. Because you end up getting getting dragged into it. Triggerverse says if Lizzo had a biopic, it would be called A Fridge Too Far, by the way. Who is working harder, Lizzo's heart or her PR team? Thank you for Triggerverse right there. People are, people are mad right now. All right, I'm not body shaming. Superman says it's been, he says, I've been on my job 30 years. He says, I've five push and shove. I think you mean I push and shove with men, but over 20 fights that included women. Okay, you said there were five push and shoves with men, but over 20 fights, including women. Five push and shoves with men, 20 fights, including women. Shout out to Triggerverse. If Hollywood is so progressive, why, don't, why do they use the reading rainbow activities to black male people? Bananaism. Interesting conversation there. 
I don't like to talk about them. I like to talk about them too much. You see, I'll be not talking about them too much. All right. Uh, let's see here. Salvador Sincere says, small addition to the coffee fund. Great show. All right. We got our brother here. SD said, coach, dudes that go to a bachelor party and make new friends for life. Women go on a bachelorette party, and there was also always at least one girl that gets uninvited to the wedding. Shout out to Glenn Beck. These are all truths. Pinar says, when you make titles to episodes, do you know when one is going to be an instant classic like today's? Shout out to the nonprofit organization known as the Coach Gang in the building. Trying. Nah, man, I'd just be sitting up here, uh, the world presenting these great shows. I mean, the world is writing these scripts, and I'm just happy to be able to share them with you. With that being said, I'm going to give y'all a little overtime today, if you will. Let's break into this story of female utopianism. Cat fights over handbags and tears in the toilet when this producer launched a woman-only TV company. She thought she'd kiss goodbye to conflict. All right, it says right here, over in a one corner sat Alice, a strong-minded 27-year-old who always said, what she thought, regardless of how it might hurt someone else. In another corner was Sarah, a 30-something high flyer, who would stand up for herself momentarily, then burst into tears and run for the ladies' room. Their simmering fight lasted hours, egged on by spectators taking sides. Oh, yeah, taking sides is a thing, fueling the anger. So when women have a conflict, they got to get people to take sides. Women inevitably take sides. Most men say, that's your business. This keeps the conflict going. Sometimes other girls would join in, either heckling aggressively or huddling defensively in the toilets. So the girls go to the bathroom. Three girls follow. What's going on? Then the other girl has three women around her. What, what's that? What happened? Trust me, I've been around this. I can, I can attest. This is true. It might sound like a scene from a tawdry reality show such as Big Brother, but the truth is a little more prosaic. It says, it was just a normal morning in my office. The venomous women. Guys, this is a woman talking. She basically said, now this is before fourth wave feminism got a hold of the media because this is 2009. uh, Can you guys see this? The venomous women were supposedly the talented employees I had headhunted to achieve my utopian dream, a female-only company with happy, harmonious workers benefiting from an absence of men. Mm-mm-mm. It was an idyllic vision. This is why I don't believe in idealism. This is why I don't believe in, well, what should be in in utopianism. No, there's always going to be hierarchy. There's always going to be fighting and violence. I don't care what you present. It's always going to happen. It's always going to be that one person. It, It says right here, it was my idyllic vision, swiftly shattered by the nightmare reality, constant bitchiness, surging hormones, unchecked emotions. Yes, when that one person has emotions, they don't put her in check attention seeking and fashion rivalry so fierce it tore my staff apart (laughs) wow it's human nature guys 
When I read the other day that CNN Miller had said there's no such thing as a sisterhood, I knew what she meant. I can understand why people want to believe that women look out for each other because with men in power at work and in politics, it makes sense for us to stick together. In fact, there was a time where when I believed in a sisterhood, but that was before women at war led to my emotional and financial ruin. Guys, this is not Hey, guys. I know I know people here. There's a lot of Generation Z people that are new to this men and women. You guys think this is hate. I'm not telling you it's hate. This is it. Bob says you've been you have been red pill with XXs as young men. So why did you get married? I've already covered that, but I'm not going to talk about it now. Covered that quite a bit. It says right here. In fact, it says right here led to my emotional and financial ruin five years ago. I was working as a TV executive making shows for top channels such as MTV and based in Los Angeles. It seemed it sounded like a dream job and it could have been if I'd been male. Working in TV is notoriously difficult for women. There is a powerful old boys network, robust glass ceiling, and the majority of bosses are misogynistic males. Gradually, we had started what had started off as a daydream. Wouldn't it been great if there were no men where I worked turned into an exciting concept. I decided to create the first all male, all female production company where smart, intelligent, career oriented women could work harmoniously free from the bravado of the opposite sex. Man, the shit writes itself. It writes itself, huh? In hindsight, I should have learned the lessons of my past. Here it is. At my mixed secondary school, I was bullied by a gang of nasty name-calling girls, so I knew only too well how nasty groups of women could become. And working in TV, I'd met lots of super competitive door slammers who'd do anything to get to the top, but I told myself that with the right women, work could be wonderful. So in April 2005, I left my job remortgaged my house freeing up to close to close to 100,000 pounds and began paying myself just $700 a month to set up this utopian business having worked extremely hard for 12 years I had lots of experience and a good reputation what could go wrong picking my battles I hired a team of seven staff members and set up an office in Richmond um, somewhere in United Kingdom, Surrey. While the women I interviewed claimed to be enthousi- enthused by the idea, they still insisted on high salaries. Fair enough, I thought at the time they are professionals, and I knew most of them were talented and conscientious because I worked with them before. But within a week, two cliques had developed. These, uh, those who worked together before and those who were producing new ideas. So already two cliques within a week. Most days would bring a pointed moment when some people were invited out to lunch or to a coffee break and some people weren't. Nothing explicit was ever said. The cutting rejection was obvious enough. So now you have people invited and people not. This is a big deal for women because they're social creatures and they're not going to have a knockdown drag out affair. They're going to make this a slow burn. Even when we were all at the pub after work, strict division remained 
made clear according to who sat where uh, who sat where other sorry who sat where around the table and who would be civil or not to whom fashion was a great divider though in this battlefield everyone was on their own hideously stereotypical and shallow as it sounds clothes were a huge source of catty comments from sly remarks about people looking overdressed to the so when men weren't around women's looks and clothes still became an issue are you hearing this gentlemen so men weren't even around but women's choice in clothes and makeup and hairstyles still were a problem i want you to know gentlemen i want you to know this is a good idea this is a good uh look into nature how we're blamed for this but we ain't even in it when we're not in it it still exists all right what else we got i always she says i always feel sorry for anyone who naively showed off a new purchase in the office because everyone would coo appreciatively appreciatively to their face then harshly criticize them as soon as they were out of earshot this happened without exception somebody brings a new purse new clothes new car new shoes jealousy my deputy sarah the general manager first showed how much style mattered when she advertised for an office assistant and refused to hire the best qualified girl because she could not distinguish missoni from mark jacobs discrimination discrimination so she's already discriminating because the best qualified girl didn't have a style this girl would have been making tea and running errands but i didn't challenge the decision not to hire her because i had a policy of picking my battles carefully so the manager i mean the owner couldn't even get the manager in check she watched the manager discriminate against a woman who would have been better qualified but she let it slide the office was like a Milan catwalk, but with the competitiveness of a Miss World contest and the low cunning of a mud wrestling bout. A fashion spat ended one friendship when Sarah and our young research developer received the same surprise Christmas gift, a Chloe Paddington bag at 900 pounds. When they clocked, when they clocked the matching bags in the office, it was like pistols at dawn. They forced a few compliments, but relations never recovered to the expense of my company. Another time when two staff members uh, bought the same pair of jeans, one proclaimed they'll look better on me because I'm a size eight and she's a size 10. So now we have body shaming from women by women. It didn't take long for the office to become divided between the girls who wore makeup and those who did it. Guys, are you picking this up? So now the girls who wore makeup and the girls who were plain Janes, they're at each other's necks. But of course, of course, it's the men, right? It's the men. Shout out to Frank Moolah and uh, Angel for bringing the story back up. It says right here, compliments. Let me see if I can put this up. Compliments from the former where typically doesn't she know what spot cover-up is? Another one says, has she ever met a hairbrush? While the non-makeup clan were equally biting with comments behind their backs naturally, such as people on the morning bus must think she's a prostitute or she looks like a slapper. 
which is, I'm assuming, a skeezer. The obsession with appearance meant nearly all the staffs were on diets. If I bought a tuna mayonnaise baguette for lunch, I would overhear staff members commenting that I was a pig. I'm a size 12. Two of the skinny girls often snidely said about the largest girls, I'd delete myself if I got that fat. One of the assistants got her own back. Wait a minute. One of the assistants got her own back of the food police for several weeks by pretending to buy buy them fat-free lattes, which was really full fat. Okay, so they're, wow, that's interesting. All right, here's a fat-free latte, but it's full fat. Anyway, employees considered it acceptable to take time off for beauty treatments and not only uh, out of their holiday allowances. One girl regularly came in late because she was getting her hair colored, and when I mentioned this, she blew up in outrage. Though at least she had a reason, most just turned up late regardless and huffed. That's the time my train gets in if I pointed at the clock. In hindsight, I can see I should have been more strict. My idealism was my downfall because I tried to see the best in people. I was convinced they would behave as they were treated, so I treated everyone kindly. Snide comments. Let me see how much is this left. Oh, boy, there's a lot going on here. Snide comments. If I'd been uh, more cynical, I would have been more successful. I was often trying to make uh, win contracts, but back at the office, work was an afterthought. It came second to the conversations about shopping, boyfriends. Oh, and spiteful comments from my two development researchers who were sharpening their acrylic nails against another staff member, Natasha. All right. All right. For some reason, it says right here. Okay, so they're doing their nails instead of working. Six months after the company's inception, tension spilled over when one of the researchers took Natasha's laptop and refused to return it. That day, I was forced to cancel my meeting and return to the office to patch up relations. Though Sarah, my general manager, was present, she refused to get involved because she didn't want to be the bad cop. Despite being in charge, she was scared at the prospects of being bitched about, and it was though In a woman-only environment, staff was unable to keep their defined roles. Soon, arguments became a daily occurrence. It would start with snide comments between two people, then others joined in. Emotion and anger would grow until an eruption, shouting, screaming, swearing, which always left someone in tears. Then the, one, then the friends of the women would, who were upset would follow her to console her, leaving one group in the office and another group in the ladies' room. Both would then bitch undeserved or unreservedly about each other and do absolutely no work. It reached a point that I even wrote a handbook for the staff on how to be nice to each other. Aww. Then voice centered on being respectful to each other and treating people equally, taking phone messages properly, whether the call was for me or a junior. I also said there should be no criticizing or whispering in the office. Oh, yeah, right. But although when people read it, they say they love the idea, it made no difference. Many of the women were aggressive or defensive or both. The most aggressive masked a host of insecurities with their outgoing nature. 
while the defensive ones opened up only when provoked. The worst type I encountered, however, was the passive aggressive. Remember I warned you about passive aggressive? Passive aggressive are the worst. They smile in your face, they say nothing's wrong, and then they talk behind your back. All right, they smile, <laughs> and then behind your back. Uh, this is typically white women are the passive aggressive, all right, um, in this situation. It says right here, she doesn't seem mean, but is the worst of the pack. Ruthlessly bringing you down in such a sweet and unassuming manner that you don't realize what she's done until long after the event. Now, I've been teaching this stuff for a long time, but this is a woman telling you. It says right here, broken hearts. I think this is the last paragraph. Yeah, it's the last paragraph. It says right here, broken hearts. She concealed her bitchy words in a flowery phrase. One of my staff told another sweetly, I don't mean to be a bitch, but I just can't bear to be in the same room or breathe the same air as you right now. But the biggest force wasn't personality types. It was hormones. When one woman started having IVF, she unleashed her rage without warning and without apology. At that time of the month, which in the office staff only, um, only by women meant someone was always at that point, any bad mood was swiftly passed on to the rest of the team as if by osmosis. Hormones came second as an excuse for absence and bad temper only to love life problems. When one woman split up with her boyfriend, I was told in no uncertain terms by her that I was being super understanding and sensitive towards her work. Right here. In an email she sent me, a true drama queen, her tears went on for a week. Naturally, her enemies in the office delighted in her broken heart. Another woman had a voracious sexual appetite and in the female-only environment, it says she's not, wait, saw nothing wrong with screeching across the open plain room detailing her marathon sex sessions. I received frequent compliments about her crude language. I can still remember the name of all the staff partners and their affairs because it interfered with our work so often. <laughs> Woo wee! Professionally, however, the company was somehow thriving. We secured two program commissions, one for ITV and the other series for Living TV, so uh, we could afford new offices in West London. But this brought another explosion from Sarah when she paid out for a parking permit while another girl was given a free space by the building landlord. She probably was sucking salami. During a massive row, Sarah said the girl had overstepped her rank. While the girl told her that it was just tough, they never spoke again. The effects of lack of testosterone was having in our office was ever more apparent when I temporarily hired two male directors to work on a series. A camera operator, it says right here, because men, uh, they needed men for heavy equipment. So the only two men were hired for the heavy equipment jobs because the women couldn't do it. The team suddenly became quieter, more hardworking and less bitchy, partly because they were too busy flirting. Two girls openly went after one director, even though he had a living girlfriend. 
his partner didn't stand a chance against them relentlessly flirting and was dumped when one of them won his affection. When we had a meeting with men, staff turned uh, ferocious. Each, uh, uh, each other to prove that they were the sexiest in the room. With the male commissioner at Channel 4, one employee said, watch this, then stuck her hand down her bra and tweaked her nipples. The man and I were speechless. Okay, let me see here. Let me get down to the bottom line. It says right here, my general manager was nowhere to be. Okay, this is right here. Uh, it says right here, making close to a, to a half a million dollars in my first year should have meant profit, but this was all wiped out by high salaries and accounting errors by staff. Then we began having a cash flow problem. Sarah signed herself out sick with stress for a month. She also confessed she'd been dodging calls from people who were due payment, thus ruining my firm's reputation. By then, I was back and forth on a plane from Britain to the U.S. dealing with fraction, uh, fracas uh, staff in London and producers in L.A. My general manager was nowhere to be found. Bills hadn't been paid, and the tension in the office was palpable. To pump extra cash in the business, I sold both my cars, but it was too late, and went bankrupt in March 2007, less than two years after I formed the company. Though I, have, I will not absolve myself of all guilt, I believe the business was ruined by the destructive jealousy and infighting of an all-female staff. Their selfishness and insecurities led to my company's demise. When I needed to, the so-called sisterhood, believe me, it wasn't there. <laughs> Bills hadn't been paid. <laughs> oh, no, man. Anyway, thank you for letting me read. Oof. Reading um, in public is brutal. I literally lost like 3,000 people. I definitely lost 300 people by reading that. Yes, we probably had embezzlement and shit like that. Uh, but anyway, guys, when you figure out the cheat code, the free agent lifestyle, this is why peace, quiet, and freedom is always the prescription. It's always the solution. Sometimes you live and learn. Sometimes you make a mistake. Sometimes you men are going, what am I doing wrong? Most of the time, you're not doing anything wrong. Most of the time, you're just there for the blame. They're going to be like, like, like if you, like if many of you didn't marry the woman you married, she would have still had problems if they, it was, if it was just herself or another man, right? She still would have ended up the same because it's her, it's not you, right? So anyway, let me see if there's super chats. Thank you for Frank and Angel for leading me there. Uh, we'll get to Bob's chat another time. Maybe I'll do another show on it because I'm fatigued at this point and I got still a couple more shows to do this week. All right. Thank you, brother, right there. Uh, let me see here. Yep. There were no men to blame. There were no men to blame and it's still turning to bullshit. So just be conscious of it. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, they can't get out of their own way. All right. I got everybody on PayPal. Got everybody on Cash App. Got everybody on Super Chat. And I got, do I got everybody? I got everybody on Vimo. That means that's today's show. Shout out to the coach gang. Hit the like button on the way out. And we out of here, brothers. Peace.